Let's see if we go. Brothers, the light is on. I see the red button, and that means we are live. We are on the third and final stop, at least for us, on our road to SummerSlam 2023, live Saturday, August 5th at De in Detroit. Like, what is it called? What's it? Is it Four Field? At Four Field. Four. Is it Four Field? It's Four. Okay. Yeah. So listen, anyway, for Phil, we have plenty to talk about. We got plenty to get into, not to mention there's Brandon trolling me again. Stop putting in my title before I call the police or something. We have a lot to get into today, including the elite re-signing with AEW. Not to mention, and guess what? I have a special hot take about that. Not to mention, we got to get into the list episode of Championship Culture. There's so much to do, but guess what? We can't wait, so we got to do the intro. Let's go. Houston, we have a problem. Yes! Wrestling Rum Now podcast, where we take a deeper dive into the world of professional wrestling. Now, you can watch all of our Wrestling Rum content anytime on youtube.com slash the Wrestling Rum. I am your host, yours truly, the realness himself, the real Dwayne Allen. I don't know why I started talking with movie phone voice. He is your host, has the third. Welcome back, buddy. H to the A to the S, T to the H to the E, three to the R, two to the D, brother Hugh in the building. And not last but not least, the belt king himself. Brandon, the guy, guy, the mastermind behind the latest and hottest show in the world of professional wrestling internet community championship culture in the building. Brian is what is maybe joining us. He may not be, but if he does, trust me, expect an epic run in. But we want you to follow us on all social media platforms, including Instagram. Check this out, guys. Threads. I'm still calling the Twitter and Facebook at Wrestling Rum. Like, subscribe, and engage in the conversation with us. You know, they change it so much on Twitter that it doesn't even say retweet anymore, it says repost. It's crazy. Yeah, I right? saw that. Right. It's, it's insane. <laughs> anyway, you can stream on uh stream and download all of our audio content on Anchor, Stitcher, Podbean, Pocket Cast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. You can watch us and subscribe to our Twitch channel at the Wrestling Room. Shout out to everybody on our Twitch channel. You've been very patient with us, and we're trying to figure it out. Trust me. When we get a little bit more time on our hands to do the things that we do, trust me, there's, there's gonna be plenty of uh content on our Twitch channel. But with that being said, if you want to support the brand and you want to support the wrestling room, head over to WrestlingRum.com. Dum dum dum. There it is. <laughs> I didn't hit the button today. Usually we have a soundbite for that, but I just did it myself. Shop now at WrestlingRum.com for all your t-shirts, hoodies, and merchandise needs. That's right. If you want to be a proud wrestling fan or you just want to display your superior wrestling intellect, head over to WrestlingRum.com. T-shirts, hoodies, mugs, so much more. Um, we got a lot. Not to mention this. If you haven't seen it. This is our latest collection. That's right. It's patterned after the, the, the one of the greatest Monday Night Raw original logos. That's right. That's available now. It came out in fall or in winter of 2022 last year. But guess what? The merchandise is still available. So if you want to purchase this, be a part of the brand and look cool in the process. WrestleRum.com is your destination. I feel like I turn into like a radio, a radio like advertiser host when I do these things. 
You're giving that type of vibe. I, you definitely I, did. That's what I'm feeling right now. But um, with that being said, head over to Patreon.com. See, I'm selling stuff. Slash wrestling underscore realm. That's right. For all exclusive shows and bonus material. We have things that we can't sell on the air. We have stories that have been told that I don't know if if we set them on the air. It, it We might get a little jammed up for it. But guess what, though? If you know that you want to know what's going on, you can definitely head over to Patreon.com slash wrestling underscore realm for all exclusive shows and bonus material trust me you can subscribe for just as low as a dollar but trust me the opportunity is available i said but trust me like eight times what's going on right now i don't, I don't know you want them to trust you no it's good it's i think i think they should trust me because just what trust me if you, <laughs> <laughs> if you look at the purchase tickets to concerts live shows sporting events and more Head over to SeatGeek.com where you can use promo code Wrestling Realm to save $20 off any one-time purchase of $50 or more. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. If you have never done this before, you can purchase tickets. The summer is coming down to an end, but it's plenty of shows. It's plenty of live events. It's plenty of festivals still available. And guess what? Tickets are expensive these days, especially if you're buying more than one. So if you've never done this before, guess what? You can head over to SeatGeek.com and use promo code Wrestling Realm. Do yourself a favor and save yourself $20 off your purchase. SeatGeek.com promo code Rustin Realm. Bam. Clickety Cloud. See, I got into all that. Is that anything else? Is that everything? So I can think it's of everything. You know it's not everything. You know why it's not everything? It's because this is the time when we sit there and review the latest, greatest, hottest show on the Rustin Realm Network. Championship culture. That's right. With Brandon the Guy Guy. If you're not familiar, we got to get you an updated uh thumbnail for this, brother. But championship culture featuring Brandon the Guy Guy and his executive producer. Brother Hugh himself has a third. That's right. See, we didn't used to put Brother Hugh's business out there before, but we definitely. <laughs> you guys that. have got to be one of the fastest rising shows in all of the pro wrestling media slash community that is out there right now. And you had a crazy banger. We got to start putting your latest thumbnails up there on, on these two, because if people see the artwork, you will know exactly how fire these shows are. But on the latest episode of Championship Culture, Brother Brandon, the guy, the Belt King himself, tell us about what exactly was this particular episode about? All about this belt. Look at that it's, thing. It's a beauty. This, for the people that might be listening, we're talking about the NXT North American Championship introduced in 2018. There's a story behind it, why it's in my collection. And if you pay attention to our social media, I even gave you my top five champions, even though this belt has only been around for 2018. It's definitely building a lineage that five years, 10 years, 20 years from now, we'll be talking to it just as much as we would probably, I would say, any other second tier belt that we have. So definitely check out the latest episode of Championship Culture where every belt has a story. Go ahead and check this one out. Listen, uh, one thing you specific, specifically said, I can't get my words out. I said specifically, specifically. <laughs> got my words are getting all twisted up if you can understand where we're going tonight to see their daddy. Uh, <laughs> one thing specifically you uh you pointed out is you you pointed out your top five favorite North American uh NXT North American champions, which I thought was very interesting. But I think that's the beauty about championship culture is that it's so multidimensional when it comes to everything you discuss, all the way down from how us fans relate to these championship titles, because everybody knows that championship titles help make what we do a special right we know where we were when our favorite wrestlers won titles in certain situations in certain aspects and the nxt north american championship is definitely an underrated beauty man so kudos to your brother excellent job 
If you have not seen it, please go go back and binge watch all the rest of the shows on youtube.com slash the wrestling realm. Go check under the playlist championship culture. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. I think I'll go back and watch that one again. Like I'll literally watch your show, brother Brandon. And I start coming up with different notes and ideas. And I'm like, man, this is dope. Literally, because even though it's, it's your show, you produce it. I'm like, man, this is this is the conversations that I like to have because we're belt guys. And and just like the wrestling room, it's usually a conversation we had. We'd be like, all right, I'm just gonna call. <laughs> I don't know how many times, right. and Brother Hugh, this probably happens to you too. You've been a former brand. You're like, all right, after this, I'm going to let you go. And then an hour later goes past. Like, all right, man, listen, now, real quick, last thing before I get ready to let you go. Uh, and then you look up, like, 45 more minutes pass. And I'm like, dang, we don't for right. an hour, hour, 15, 30 minutes just catching up and going through as much as we possibly can. Does that happen to you too? It happens oh, it's all the great. time. It's worse. All the time. Well, we Almost every day. <laughs> we argue, oh, well, why don't you put this in the show? I'm like, I don't want to do that. Let's do this. Like, no, do this. No, no, this will be hot. Let's do this. I'm like, I don't want to do that. I want to do this. And they'd be like, no, you gotta do this. I'm like, but I want to, all right, fine, we're doing this. So, right, <laughs> yeah, it, bro, that's the best part about producing any type of media. Anytime, anytime you're producing content, that's the fun part about it, man. That's that's the process that you go through, man. But, uh, I think you guys work absolutely amazing together. You guys are doing a, a great things. Like I said, I'm a, as much as uh, championship culture is a part of the brand, I'm a huge fan of you know what you guys do and just your vision. It, it's coming together way better than I even realized. Like, I knew you were going to do a show. And I knew you were going to do something amazing, you know, especially with just, well, first of all, you put your money where your mouth is, you know what I mean? So, like, when you say you're a fan of the NXT North American Championship, I mean, it's draped around your shoulder, and then you have another 150 belts in that museum of yours that you call a room uh, where where you house all that championship glory. But <laughs> before we move on, because today we have a big show, and I'm not sure how much of what we're going to get through, but we're going to do our best, and hopefully we won't be as long with as possible. But I got to get this off my chest. What's that? I freaking thought about something. See, I called you guys before, right? I hate you guys in group mm-hmm. text like we always do. You know, brotherhood. We got a, we got a, uh, we got a group text where we discuss our ideas and you know check on each other, all that good jazz, right? And right. um, and, and I mentioned a show idea recently, right? And, and as soon as I got off the freaking phone texting you guys that idea, I got another idea, and I literally was like, I gotta ask my question. I said I'm, I'm purposely gonna put them both on the spot because I'm asking when we live and on the freaking air, um, about a show. Uh, so I'm gonna shoot my shot right now. Brother Brandon, Brother Hugh has the third in the building. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wrestling Realm Now podcast live and in color. One thing I have not heard either one of you guys talk about in detail, but it's almost like kind of taboo. Don't start sweating now, Brother Brandon. He's sweating. Look at him. He, he's, trying to, <laughs> he's trying to break some stuff. No, nah, I don't it's get like nervous. You tee up the I'll nah, right? tee up some questions. You tee him up to make no, nah, see, thinking. listen, I got to get people interested in what I'm talking about, right? How do you feel about secondary titles? And you say, well, what the heck is a secondary title? I'm not talking about, like, the Intercontinental compared to the World Championship. I'm talking about the titles that aren't really meant to be titles, but they're meant to be trophies, but then they end up turning into titles. For example, I was watching AEW. That's my thing now, because I watch AEW. And the uh, and they, the uh, when 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 uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry... Oh, I'm, just, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's, it's, I'm, I'm getting there with Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Uh, you're a dead man, Jack Perry. Uh, you know, came out... <laughs> Was uh, facing off with, with, with my boy Hook, and they had they had uh, I believe Tony Schiavone had given a certain fact about the FTW um, championship, and they said this this championship has been a uh, has been a uh, show has been displayed. So first of all, my fault. Shout out to everybody in the chat right now. Oh, I see Drew. Look at that. We got time okay. from the there. We go from the broadcast. What's up, brothers? What's going on? Look at look at Drew. Look at Drew. What's up, Drew? What's up, baby? <laughs> Look at that. Of course, of, of course, our guys did the building of Dylan Matthews all the way from Australia. Look at yes, you. Yes, sir. The Always locked in. So thank Always you all. Thank was you he all. on time? I apologize. Bro, he was, bro, he was here he early, was man. Time. Yeah. 
E money in the building. What's going on, brother? Yo, he yo, listen to me. He was there. Like he was there while we were still uh still rapping. So but like I said, the FTW title, they they talked about this championship has been defeated in so many other promotions since um I don't know when he introduced it. I want to say 1995. I could be wrong. But if you look at his lineage, it's kind of traveled because it was never like I looked on AW's website and it's not really considered a championship, but it's still defended. But that's kind of how it was always booked in ECW all the way up to where it is. In e- I, I think it might have made an appearance in TNA for a little bit. I could be wrong. And how it is in AEW, you look at the same thing with the million dollar championship. The million dollar championship was meant to be a trophy, but yet. It has been defeated. It has been defended. And most recently, in recent day, it was defended, I guess, I don't know what, 2020, 21-ish, I guess, when L.A. Knight and um, and, uh, and Cameron Grimes said that they was, they was, it was the battle of the millionaires. You know what I mean? And then, once again, it was a title that was defended, but it was meant to be a trophy. You know, so and you look at things like the Hardcore Championship. The Hardcore Championship was not meant to be a full-blown championship. It was meant to be a trophy. So I was like, man, I wonder if Brother Brandon and Brother Hugh ever thought about doing a show where they discuss their favorite secondary titles, titles that really weren't meant to be, or like the championship title that uh that Braun Strowman run at um I don't know if it's Crown Jewel or the Greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah, at, at, at the Greatest Royal yeah. Rumble, and he got he got a championship belt. Like I said, it wasn't meant to be a championship to be defended, but it was just a trophy. So I was like, man, I wonder how 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 they feel, and, not, and I'm sure there's a handful of uh. It's probably a handful of others out there in the world. I, I know it's probably not that many, but I wonder, I'm like, man, what, how come they never talk about these things? And I wonder what their favorite secondary titles are, where it's like, man, a, a title gets so popular where it actually ends up getting defended on TV. It's like, wait a minute, this is supposed to be a championship? So I just thought I'd put that out there in the atmosphere for you guys to let that sizzle in your spirits a little bit. But I don't know, Brother Brandon, what, what do you think about it? Let's, let's ask the belt guy. Go ahead, tell me. Go ahead, tell me. Let me ask the belt guy. On the list of upcoming shows of championship culture, there is Uh one entitled The Other Title. Holy cow. We was on the same way. Hold on. on. Let me me hit the sound bite. Let me hit the sound bite. (laughs) There it is. So it's called The Other Title because, like you said, a professional wrestler will have the Intercontinental title, but Mm -hmm. then you have the European, the hardcore. Mm-hmm. The light we know the light heavyweight has a division, so it's really not another title or TNA, the X division, and then they introduce the Legends title or the yep. Grand Champion. So we have a whole show playing for the other title, but yours is a little bit different. It's more oddly specific because that's where those categories like the digital media might come into play. Okay, I hope that makes sense. So as, no, 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 now, no, 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 now no. you've given us another wrinkle to argue about. So yeah. <laughs> it. It might get morphed a little bit. You know, say you, you know I'm down for a good argument, brother Hugh. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, yes, sir. Hey, man. Hey, I'm up. I'm for it. You already know that. Get We're going to get you scheduled. We're going to get you locked in. Dwayne. Well, listen to me. I, 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 listen, we, we've already had a, we've already had discussions about some other ideas, right, man. But like I said, we just had add, add another wrinkle to the mix, man. But like I said, uh, if, if you want to catch this argument, if you want to catch these debates, if you want to catch these conversations, like I said, youtube.com slash the wrestling realm check the playlist championship culture all the great conversation there and I'm, I'm curious to see where it goes man like i said I, I look forward to it every week and i'm glad that i never know like i i never know who's going like what, what the show's gonna be about until it literally you advertise and i'm like oh this is cool like so when i saw when i saw that north america show i said oh this is dope man this is what i'm talking about it's thinking outside the box but it's a conversation that needs to be had which is why we're here with the wrestling realm yes sir yes sir 
with that being said, good brothers, let's 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 start the show. We're not gonna ring the bell just yet, but let's just let's have a casual conversation because you know why? You know what it's time for? What, what did, did you watch? You watch? <laughs> so that see this casual. We sound like a full blown like Price is Right type get up right now. <laughs> good, good brothers. What did oh. you watch this week? Now I know we got SummerSlam coming up. We got a lot of stuff in the books. A lot of things kind of happened since the last time that we had this conversation. Mm-hmm. The, the SummerSlam shows have been doing great numbers for us, and I didn't expect to do three three full blown parts of it. But hey, this is where we are right now. But besides SummerSlam coming up, what did you brothers get into this week? Oh man! Oh, yeah, okay. So, so you were waiting for this part. I can tell. No, it, listen, it's just your brother. I can tell by because the way you I said watched, it. I, was I like, got he to watch. So I, like, I, from what I watched, I influenced brother he to go watch. So Saturday night, I partook <laughs> in the Great American Bash. Hmm. And I will yeah. tell you, was it Saturday or Sunday? I'm sorry, it was, no, Sunday. It was, Sunday. It was Sunday. Sunday night. Um, the Great American Bash. I'm gonna just say this about it. I can appreciate the NXT as, and I would dare say, back to the black and gold standard that it was when we mm. were at its height. Because black this show standard. felt like a, not a PLE, it felt like a pay-per-view. It had a big match feel. Every match felt like it was placed important. Every match on that card was good from start to finish. Even when you didn't think the match was going to deliver, I, I walked away pleasantly surprised by it. And it was like... From the pre-show match all the way to the main event, every match just got better and better. And I will say that's why I wear my Illinois Dragon off. And I've been on record saying I'm I'm an Illinois Dragon off fan. But he came out in that main event like he was a superstar. And it felt, you know how when he wrestled Walter, you're like, oh man, he could be a threat. I thought up until the last minute he was taking that title. And yeah. man, when I tell you, if you had any any thought that Carmelo Hayes was not him. If you watch that match, he checked off all, all, all of the boxes. And then it, Illinois even did that move. Remember when he was fighting um, Walter, I'm sorry, Gunta, and he was um, elbowing him? I said, oh, yeah. to, oh, oh, they're bringing this back. But Carmelo kept, you could tell. Carmelo a little hurt right now. He His chest is probably ground beef right now. But Bruh. they beat the holy you-know-what out of each other and kept going. And, woo. Every match, I'm gonna just say every match was was on point. Even that dirty Dom stuff with the um, North American title, great match. Wesley, it took three people to beat Wesley. That's all I'm gonna say about that. But I'm gonna um, turn it over to you because I can talk about the Great American Bash. Of course, I'm not finished the Cody um, documentary yet. Oh boy, come on, man! We'll get into I I didn't finish it yet. All right, I didn't finish it. Can I ask you a question? How how much how much of it did you get through? What's what did you leave off at? I'm up to the – I'm past the exploding pack, and it's right after when he getting ready to go to WrestleMania. When he comes back from the Royal Rumble, I'm at that point. Okay. You you, you got a good uh, through a good chunk of it. So I can say I was pleasantly surprised that they had so much um, dusty, as much interview footage they had for him. Like, I feel like, have they been planning this all along? Like, because think about it, this is 10 years in the making plus – well, you know, we well, you know they were going to do something anyway. You know, ever since he passed away, you know, what I mean, they 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 went and grabbed all their footage and, uh, it, you know, at, it's like it's like it's the same footage we've seen before, but now they can go back and use all the Cody stuff. Mm-hmm. It was it's it's I'm surprised. That's it's trust that. me. 
we're, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get into it. I feel like I've this is I'm gonna make one comment before I get to you, brother, here. And I'm I promise I'm not gonna jump the gun. I'm gonna wait till we get to that segment of the show. I'll say this. I got a feel it looks like WWE was probably watching like these A and E documents, like man, they telling our stories better than us, man. Something's yes. got, to, got to, something's got to give. But I felt not, like that. They it's like you know, usually because we know you watch a WWE pay-per-view, I mean uh, uh WWE like documentary, they kind of hold punches and it's kind of like you know. Certain stuff you know they don't really touch on, but they, right. they you know, they tried to they tried to touch a few Hold things. Hold on to that eight that um that documentary thing because I got a comment when we get to that part. Okay, that's good. Yeah, your mind. got it. Because that's it's like I said, it's on here, brother. Hugh, what did you get into this week, sir? Uh, that's pretty much it. I've been catching up because you know I, I had a busy week last week. So uh, oh yeah, yep. <laughs> doing a lot of catching up. Caught the bash. Uh, I didn't catch collision though. Still have that. I did, but I know what happened. I, I did watch collision. <laughs> I watched Collision. We like AEW now. It's okay. Yeah, Collision. <laughs> that main event. That main event. Uh-huh. You like that? That was good? I, 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 so, Tony Khan reminded me that I can still slap my face, but I'm not as bad when I slap my face because I feel like the wrong person didn't. The whole CM Punk thing I can do without. But because you didn't give them the belts and keep us in that will they, won't they, turn on each other. But you could. I feel like it's so much more you can do with this MJF and Adam Cole story. That I don't even care about the world title right now. I just care about them. That's what it's supposed to be, though. This yeah. is why. This is why I'm encouraged about AEW because we're just gonna jump right into it. Um, I'm very encouraged about AEW, and I, <laughs> I swear I got a hot take about AEW. But I, I and and I'm just waiting to see if it's going to offend Brandon, or I, I just want to see what he has to say. Either I want to see if he agrees with what I'm saying, or he has rebuttal to it because he. What I'm gonna say. He has firsthand access and experience from 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 both levels of it. So I'm curious to see what he said. But let's just uh, go ahead and ring the bell. Ding ding ding. Um, we don't. I don't have. The, I don't have the bell sound right here. So let's get into it. <laughs> this is the SummerSlam preview show. But guess what? We show AEW a little bit of love now. Um, the elite uh, resigns with AEW. I don't know if it's a. It's not a coincidence, but I'm just you know. Playing, playing the devil's advocate. It's ironically right after Cody's uh Cody Rose documentary. It's I feel like a lot of things we talk about is going to just go back to that Cody Rose documentary. But the elite signs resigns with AEW after plenty of speculation. I know everybody had a inkling that their contracts was up. And when I say the elite, of course, I'm referring to Matt and Nick Jackson and Young Bucks, uh, Kenny Omega, as well as Hangman Adam Page. And the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega will also retain their executive price, executive vice president roles within the company as well. Um, it's kind of obvious that okay, this is probably you know a good move. But I, I want to ask you, good brothers, what's a good idea or a bad idea? And you say, well, 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 realness, why are you saying it's a good idea or a bad idea? What what difference does it make? Well, I say this. I know a lot of people felt like that. Hey, if 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 now there was a time or an opportunity to go to WWE to trust who's kind of running the show now. You know what I mean? There, there may be a little bit more creative freedom where you will be celebrated for your accomplishments when you're brought in rather than kind of giving a side eye and forced to prove yourself. Kind of like Chris Jericho had to be. No offense, Brandon. You know, he came, he came, he came in, he came into one of the biggest, one of the biggest welcomings and from the fans. But we know he had a long, long ways to go. Big show was kind of the same way. Versus nowadays, things are a little bit different, right? So I say, okay, well, is it a good idea or was it a bad idea? Because I, I it, sure the safe move was always sure stay with AEW. At the same time, though, I don't know if you guys have uh, seen the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega lately, but man, they're aging. 
And I'm going to be honest with you. Like, like Nick Jackson's hairline's going back. They got sunroofs. I said, oh, my gosh, the Young Bucks are getting, like, they stressing. You know, so Kenny. Bro, that's, I love. <laughs> Man, Kenny Omega's just like, everybody knows Kenny Omega's. His body is documentedly banged up. I'm like, man, Kenny Omega's you know, like you could you could barely see him because he needs so much recovery time to get himself situated. Because you know what I mean? He he has gone so long with so many nagging injuries, and then when he's injured, he's down for about four or five months or whatever the case may be. Of course, I'm exaggerating. And I'm like, well, shoot, you got to strike what iron is hot. And it's like, well, if you don't go now, then when? Now those guys could all wrestle another 10 years and still have a small run, you know what I mean? But but to be considered a big deal on, on the big level. You know, it's 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 something you got to think about. Hey, this is an I'm, I'm I'm sure there's an opportunity, even though the WWE doesn't need them, and their impact probably wouldn't be as felt as. I don't know. I I can't really say that, but you know, it's it's WWE stack. They don't need them right now. Like they're stacked. It's not like they need the elite in WWE. Cody was a notch on the belt. You know what I mean? But the rest of the guys, it's like, eh, they've lost a little bit of buzz being in AEW. And that's no disrespect to them. It's just that. You know what I mean? They, they were hot off of the indies at one point. They were hot off creation of AEW. And now it's just like, well, they're kind of just, you know, top talent. And there's nothing wrong with that. But there was levels to where they were before. So I was like, let me ask the good brothers. Is this, is this a good idea or a bad idea? What, it, did they make the right move saying, okay, let's just let's let's stick to what we know. Let's re-sign with AEW rather than saying, let's take a risk and, and let's 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 join Cody, man. Let's, uh, Tony doesn't know what he's doing or whatever the case may be. Let's go see what what uh what tribulation Nick Khan's money looks like. What say you, good brothers? I feel like as far as like um them maintaining their popularity and uh-huh. their creative control, yes, it was a good move for them. Okay. Um, I feel like like you said earlier, WWE they just have too many superstars right now. It would be lost in the sauce. Like yeah. what what is that for? Um, what's their name? I think the Young Bucks. What what yeah. is it for for them to do now? Like who's who's the tag team type the, the tag team champions right now? You can't you can't touch them. They you know what I'm saying? So like yeah. there's no there's nothing for them to do there. Kenny, there's a couple of things you can do with him, but he's it's still too many like superstars there, and then he just get lost in the sauce, honestly. So it's better for them to just stay where they are, continue to keep that creative uh freedom and, and that power that they have. So it's plus they can they can make their own schedules, honestly, basically. Pretty much. What about you, brother Brandon? Good, good, good move or bad move? They don't have to be on the road as much. That's also true. Yeah, yeah. Because I I don't. It's not like they. They. they, I don't think they even wrestle. They're not wrestling three other days a year. You know what I mean? They don't. They don't do house shows and all of that good stuff. So it's like they They literally just travel to TV. They can preserve their body a little bit better. So, like you said, they are getting old. So that's actually that's actually what you just said here. That's actually what I think Cody um, said was his downfall. He needs those reps. He needs to be able to wrestle. He said he go from doing it two, three times a week to like once a month because he had yeah. that EVP status. So it actually hurt him more than it would help him. Mm. And I honestly think it was a good move for the Bucks. And I'm going to just say, the, I'm going to say all of them, the elite. It was a good move for them to stay because they have a place. They know who they are. They know what they can do. It's, it was bad timing for them to jump now. I if agree. they would have jumped back then. And the thing is like, if you jump now, Yes, we all can talk about he who should not be renamed, but the difference in them and Cody, Cody came back home. There you go. They would be making a new home for themselves. How can you make a new home? How could Kitty Omega make a new home if they didn't take Jay White, who's almost the same accolades, not the same level, not the same name, the same accolades, couldn't find a space? 
Let's look at Ooh. let's mm. look at Dragon Lee, and he had to go to NXT to one establish himself, and two to get into the WWE system to understand it. Just right. like Shinsuke Nakamura, if Shinsuke didn't come when he did, it wouldn't have been no time for him. Yeah, you're right. But Shinsuke is in the point of his career. He's he's leveled off. He's good. He's doing what he's going to do. He gets three out of four matches on Raw a month. He's probably doing a house show circuit. He's still a draw if they ever go to Japan. But as far as the Young Bucks, they probably looked at their reality because Kevin Owens signed and stayed, but it took almost a year for him to reap the rewards of him signing. Because as we know, Vince McMahon rewards loyalty. So under the Vince McMahon, he re-signed, and guess what happened? He main evented. I didn't even know until they said it. Two years straight of Mania. Because yeah. remember the Stone Cold stuff and then the tag team. So this man is getting main event paychecks from Mania. And if you really, really think about it, it's bad that they didn't pull the trigger when they should have. Mm-hmm. But it's good that they stayed because now they're getting older. They're going to probably stay with All Elite until they can go on their retirement tour to be done in WWE. Not that Hall of Fame because even if you, even if you think about the Young Bucks, they could be treated like a special attraction. Big time. Because you really don't need them in either company. Kind of like the hardest. The tag teams. Yeah. That can be the face. They just got to be, they got to have that special appearance that when they come, you're like, oh, it's the Young Bucks versus them. Oh, the Young Bucks are here. Not, you don't need to see them every week on TV. Hangman is getting lost in the sauce because he really hasn't had that. Hey, I was a world champion, but that's it. He's never had that big moment. Yeah. He was that, 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 that storyline moment. Yeah. So if he would have came, he would have been in NXT, probably as a cowboy. James Storm, I would know that's already a wrestler. He would have had a cowboy gimmick probably and whatever, but it's just bad because I think we all want to see what the WWE machine could do with them, but sure. it's good that they're staying put because WWE Triple H has filled out the roster that I don't care if I see the same match in the same amount of time because it's going to be done a little different. No, man, I and, and listen, I, I couldn't agree with you both more, man. I I don't have nothing to say. You guys said it best. I I, I agree 100 percent it's, it just makes sense, man. And um, this leads me to the, to my next conversation. We're going to skip the part about uh, after the fact. We'll just kind of mention that. We don't have to keep the whole segment because I, I, I got to make this statement. Is that um, I can genuinely say after four or five years that AEW is, 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 is a really good wrestling company. And you say, okay, well, Riddles, where, where did you get sentimental about AEW? About? Well, it's because if you really look at it, they've only been out for four years. And I'm seeing a natural progression, right? When they first came out, they made all these extra claims about this, that, and the third. And he was like, come on, man, you got to prove that. You can't come up making all these claims. And, and once they kind of settled in and they kind of made their points, AEW is a really good show. I'm talking about Dynamite and Collision. Like, I, I was watching the other day and I just found myself like I, I was excited to watch it. Not because I was looking forward to anything. It's because I generally enjoyed the show. They had segments where it was funny. They had situations, like you mentioned earlier, we talked about MJF and Adam Cole is always that odd couple tag team where it's like it's not meant to be long term, but then their chemistry works so well, all of a sudden it becomes hilarious. MJF is just absolutely ridiculous. He's just so funny. I just I can't I can't get enough of him. And he's bringing he's bringing the best out of Adam Cole because we're getting to see a different wrinkle of Adam Cole, right? right. You know, we see him kind of be like kind of the slick talker, kind of more of a degenerate. Versus now he's kind of like you're seeing different aspects of his personality. And, and, and you know he's rubbing off on him because you know if you look at him, his frame is starting to get a little big. Like he's he's starting to turn into a body guy. And I know he. But got, look how long it took for us to get that MJF. 
Well, he had to go through the growing pains. And that was the whole point, though. That's that was the criticism, right? We kept saying, like, dude, why don't you go with your young stars? But I like if you watch AEW now between the two shows, I'm seeing much more of a balance between guys that are have been underutilized in WWE that are featured. I'm okay with that. I'm 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 not okay with like Sting main event, you know what I mean? We're seeing that balance of younger guys trying to be developed, and you know, some of these established names that are coming in to kind of fill in the gaps, right? AEW is such a different product. It's it's such a mixture. Like I like we we saw WWE, we saw WCW, we saw TNA Impact. We what's well, you saw TNA and then you saw Impact. It's because once again they were all different products, and we saw Ring of Honor in his heyday. We saw Ring of Honor in our day, and you see it now. AEW is kind of a mixture of what that used to be. It, to me, it's a legitimate alternative. Do I consider consider it competition? No, not by any means, especially not now, but. But I, I I genuinely enjoy watching. Like I, I watch stuff and I, like Jack Perry. I couldn't stand him. I was like, dude, I, I never liked him. I never liked his music. But a couple weeks ago, he comes out to the fight music. hook. The music is goofy. Right. Like, I mean, I like it's, it's it's an actual song. First of all, Tony Tony Khan probably pays a ton of money in licensing fees for these these songs that he used to people's interested. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time. It's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. But he, like the first video you saw, they play his old music and then he didn't come out, but then you see a picture of Jack Perry kind of burying what, what used to be Jungle Boy and gets in a limo and he pulls out. I'm like, this is what I like to see. I'm seeing character development. You know what yep. I mean? So th- there's a lot of things. And, and here's my hot take. I'm going to say this right now. AEW is already a better wrestling company than TNA ever was. That's right. I said it. Think about it. As a company overall, AEW has put more butts in the seat. They, they have a part-time schedule and they, and they, when they work in full-time arenas, they have killed it in merchandise. They have given me my action figures that I never had. They put them out on time. They've got some of the they 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 single handedly created the best Sting T shirt ever created, his best merchandise I've ever seen. Like there's so many things that I can say, yo, I, I respect what they're doing now. And in four years, I've seen them change so many things. So, you know, they, they they go from not really having an identity, not making make much sense. And there's still a lot of things that they do that don't make much sense. But at the same time, I'm watching so much more young talent work with established talent and it's finding a way to stick. Like I, I feel like I'm watching a genuine alternative and that's all you can ask for. And I get to see a lot of my favorites the same way I enjoyed TNA in 2004 and 2005 is because once, once the freaking attitude era, I guess considered ended, you know what I mean? There was a lot of guys that got cut that I was fans of and everybody that was not in WWE that at one point was in WCW, ECW, they showed up at TNA. And I was like, oh, I like these guys. It was fun. It was in Disney MGM Studios. It felt like WCW Saturday night and worldwide. I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, like surely not WWE anymore, but I get to see Road Dogg and Sean Waltman. And I get to see Scott Hall and Kevin Nash and Jeff Jarrett. And, and then, you know, you see guys like AJ and uh, Monty Brown. And I was like, oh, they, they, and then you saw like new guys like America's Most Wanted that you were familiar with. And then eventually Team Canada and then eventually tomorrow joe and then you know it, it there was a spiral and of course you know dna's was show was hard to watch for a long time but you look back at it now you appreciate it so much more but aw has already surpassed tna where they were in year four 
versus where AEW is right now. So I'm encouraged with what I'm seeing. I'm like, yo, this is genuinely a good company. They got merchandise. They got beautiful belts. They got, they're starting to implement more than one type of thing into their shows. I'm seeing entertainment. I'm seeing go to wrestling. I'm seeing like the storyline stuff. I'm seeing the vignettes. I'm like, oh, I think, I think they might have figured it out. So I, I, I don't know, but the brother, he should. I collector starts each week. I love that. I don't know why that makes it feel like it's more, it's so bro, much more special. Freaking Buddy Murphy versus it. Andrade in a ladder match for a freaking mask. I said, bro, it should have been a belt. It should have been a belt at the top. It was just him and Buddy. It wasn't him and House of Black. It was just him and Buddy. Bro, they and, were out. They went out there, Brandon, and they showed their tails off. I said, bro, come on, man. These NXT guys showing off right now. Because you know what, Andrade, Andrade likes to remind you, I'm still him. He he remember he said it was like y'all might have forgot. Let me tell, let me remind you. But now him, Miro, Buddy Matthews, the House of Black, um, they all have a chance to actually show they get to show who they are. And the thing about I know that I give Tony Khan a lot of flack for this because he still does it, but I think that he's starting to move away from it. He's given he's booking from a fan's perspective because he is a fan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if I I, I thank him for that. Green match of Daniel and Okada because who knows when we would have ever got that? Couple yeah, of years would have yeah. been too late. So yeah, yes, he time. books from that perspective and not from the who I wouldn't. I didn't know I wanted to see a ladder match for a mask until I saw those two wrestlers Bro, do it. I was so like because Andrade is a guy that, to me that got off to a slow start, trying to be something he wasn't, trying to recreate himself. But but and like when you see, but see when you when you see him now collision, he's not doing all the extra stuff. He's just kind of doing what he does best. He's not wearing a suit and acting like he's Black Mass from DC Comics. He's right. literally Andrade right now. And he comes out there. He says, a, he says a few words. He don't say too, too much. You know, and then like, I was just watching the match. boy backstage trying yeah, to Yeah, like, he, all he, he looks like a million bucks. He stopped wearing those Beetlejuice pants. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bro, I said, I think these guys might be back, man. And I, I was like, yo, this is how you're going to start the show off? Like, I, I, I had, had the promo art had all the, I mean, all the promo packages had them. Saying these are my colliders, as they've been deemed. all of them, all them old WWE guys. It 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 works, man. And like I said, we're talking about what year four, three, four, five, whatever it is. And it's like, yo, we're, we're I think I think they're off to a good start. There, there's been a lot of missteps along the way, but I mean, what do you expect from a new company that has no previous record of anything? And and, and I'll tell you another thing. Then we can move on. Um, at least with AEW, you know who's in charge, right? Whether we agree with it or not, whether it makes sense or not, whether it's dumb, whether it's whatever the case may be, at least you know who's in charge. Like you look at TNA, you, you can tell who was in charge by the era that you watch. Like from, you know, in, in early TNA, you didn't know who the heck was in charge it's because Vince Russo was running around calling the shots. Right. And then there was a point in time where that kind of settled down where it looked like an old territory because then all of a sudden. There was a NWA championship committee. So you had guys like Ricky Steamboat and Terry Taylor and Dusty Rhodes. This is before they all clearly WWE went and gobbled all those guys back up and brought them back in. But you know, in them early that you know, in Rick uh in that those that early years of TNA, you know, when, when WWE was you know uh post attitude era, post Monday Night Wars era, like all those legends and stuff, Larry's and they were all in TNA, they were all in the, as they called them the championship committee, right? Yeah, and then eventually. You had the the uh, the uh, the freaking the Jeff the the Dixie Carter era, right? Where she wanted she had in her her mind she was going to be the female Vince McMahon, and then you had the Eric Bischoff and Hogan era, and it's just like man, and then you had the freaking Billy Corgan era. It's just like you 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 can tell which which version of TNA or Impact you're watching based off who was in charge. 
and, and the look. Remember the looks. And the look kept everybody look. wanted to put their imprint on it. Yep, everybody had to have that stamp that you reminded. This is my. This is how I'm doing it my way. And then it was uh, who, who was the last one? The the one that had the big bird and everything. Um, um uh, Scott Demore, not Scott Demore. Um, oh god, what's what was that company called? Um, um, the Owl Company. The yeah, that does the belts. Oh my god, um, not Alliance. Um. Uh, come on, Dylan. What's the name of the company? Dylan's usually a Google company. Um, <laughs> Look, I, 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 didn't, I didn't realize uh, a, a brother Rogers in a group. What's up, Uncle Rogers? I didn't know my man was in the building today. What's up, man? I'm looking it up now. I can't think of the name of the company. Yeah, but it, it was um, what the heck was their name? Endeavor Sports? No, it wasn't Endeavor. That's that's Anthem. That's what was, Anthem. Anthem. They, <laughs> Endeavor owns WWE, but Anthem. Yeah, it was like. Yeah, I could. I was like, I know that. That's why the Owls are. Yeah, man, but I, I, I'm telling you, man, I never thought I would say this, but I was like, yo, there's still elements that are missing, but it's it's good enough for me to watch now. You know, remember one point I would say I would watch for like one thing. I would get to see, I would watch it for this thing and that thing, and that would be it, and I couldn't get through the whole show. I, I really was watching, like I went back to watch Dynamite from last week and for like two weeks in a row, and I was really like, yo, as a wrestling fan, I'm really enjoying this show. So, uh, once again, man, shouts out to AEW, man. As a matter of fact, I'm a, I think I think no, and that's the biggest thing. I think AW huh? deserves a round of applause before SummerSlam. <laughs> I'm curious, brother Hugh. Do you uh have you have you turned the corner yet? We've been trying to convince brother Hugh to give it a shot, and you know, <laughs> brother, he's very particular. Watch Collision. Watch one episode of Collision. You'll change your mind. Hey man, I, I keep forgetting that it comes on on Saturday, man. I'm usually busy. It's, tough. it's definitely tough to watch on Saturdays. I'm not gonna lie. Like I thought it would be cool. Like oh, it'd be cool to have Saturday wrestling. Then I was like, oh, this is kind of hard to watch. Right. I gotta go back and watch it on demand. Yeah, man. I just I just don't have the time to catch it. You know. But you notice something uh, I realized about Collision? Why I think it's easier to watch. You know how on Dynamite they promote 746 days worth of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Collision don't really promote that much. They promote what's happening next week on Collision. It's not their whole, oh, don't get on Wednesday to do this. Friday, do this. Next Wednesday, we're going to have this. Next Friday, we're going to have this. This Saturday is this. All up. All it's not, I don't feel like it's a lot of advertising. It's always what's happening next on Collision. Like they might Very mention sure Dynamite. It. It's okay. not in your face. Hey, I'm, I'm lost in the sauce. Did they get rid of Rampage? No. No, that's still on okay. Friday. So it's, that's still their, their, their thunder. Yes. Okay. Well, it's less than thunder, actually. You said what? It's actually less than thunder. Eh, well, you know, eh. at least thunder, uh, at least yeah. Macho Man and Macho Man and Hogan used to make appearances. <laughs> yeah. They didn't wrestle, but, you know, they was out there. Just so, or they might they might do the main event. One of, one of the big dogs in the main event. But uh, uh, speaking you know, of you always had Booker T, uh, the main event. <laughs> Carried the show, bro. Always, always. Booker T. Fit Finley, those guys, the, the mid card guys carry thunder. It's, it's Hogan. It was Hogan. that time to shine. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like literally, uh, Diamond Dallas Page or Macho Man or Hogan would just come out and cut a promo as the main event, and you would just go home. Yep. Yeah, so home happy or mad. Or, or like have a run in, you know, somebody got hit in the back of the head, and then ladies right. no, we got to go. Like, that's it. I got that's dressed. On Monday and see, what you have, see the follow up. And then we'll they, they, they show you the stills. They never showed you footage, they always showed you stills. But, um, <laughs> But speaking of uh, it, it's this. Listen, I, I promise you, ladies and gentlemen, stick with us. But trust me, we're going to get into SummerSlam. I promise you, I'm not going to be away from. But listen, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta keep it a hundred, right? Mm-hmm. CM Punk recently has claimed to be the real AEW champion. He pulls it out of his bag. He spray paints an X on it. Um, Brandon doesn't like CM Punk that much, so we don't have to really get into it. But I'm, I'm curious. Not, I'm not touching this 
NWO storyline, man. Okay, listen, well. I, I I figured you I figured you guys weren't, so that's, that's why I'm just including it. But but I got a I got a belt question because you guys are the you guys are the belt guys. Okay, yes sir. Are we going to have a problem with these two shows that are seemingly separate, where clearly CM Punk has to be on one show because he doesn't get along with the people that run the company, and it's mm-hmm. like at the end of the day, CM Punk knows he's worth a lot of money. Simply because he's CM Punk and he is never that's why he does whatever he wants to do. And he goes, Listen, at the end of the day, this is a business. And Tony, you know that. I think he puts Tony Khan in an uncomfortable position because Tony's trying Always. to put together this family episode. Like, we're a team. And CM Punk's like, We don't got to be a team. This is a business. And guess what? I'm making you money. You know, I'm making you money. So I know you're not going to get rid of me. I'm not doing anything wrong. I don't get along with, with the rest of the team, but we don't have to. It's because if you look at the numbers, we're making money. And Tony has to go, God dang it, he's right. Shoot. You know what I mean? And uh oh Dylan Matthews has look at this, look at this. I said you see it? <laughs> yeah, look at that. So oh we'll see. Can he make us pull up on a dynamite? We'll see. I mean a collision. So you know, so I think CM Punk does it, but you know, it's uh, are we I know we're not looking directly at a brand split, but it's something that could potentially CM Punk wants to be the top guy on that show, and he has nothing to say or to show that he's that guy. So he's he's walking around with this this. AW world title saying I'm the real AW world's champion, but he's never called out MGF. He's never put him out there. He's never called for a rematch. And he's never, you know, there's never no tease of a, of a potential unification to say who's going to be the undisputed. Are we going to find ourselves on a collision and AEW is going to have to introduce a new sort of world title, brother Brandon, brother Hugh? Is that a thing that's a possibility? Because now you got two guys walking around with AEW world champions and CM Punk's got an X on his and he's like, well, I, I want everybody to know that I'm, I'm the champion on this show. It's well, real. first thing that takes me back to my comment that he's booking from a fan. How many times are we going to keep saying like in all wrestling companies they recycle so many of Big time. prior storylines and uh, this whole real world's champion? Just stop it because we know where that's coming from, and it was almost to the date that it happened. So wrestling fan knows when you start talking about there you the go. real world champion. Like, sir, you were stripped of the title. I don't care if you never lost it. How many times have we seen? Oh, I'm the real champion. Because I never lost a belt. You right. got stripped of it. Vacant held that title and then Vacant passed it on. So it went from CM Punk, Bacon to John Moxley. Let's just call it what it is. Yeah. But <laughs> what kills me is you had CM Punk cut this promo and MJF was right there. But because MJF is entwined in this other storyline, we don't want them to co-mingle. But if it was me, I would have added the realism and had them walk past each other backstage and look at each other on the way to the ring that's giving you in the mind that, oh, wow, the, both of the, the person that's claiming to be world champion is that. Or, better yet, when he revealed it, I would have had him do something to it more than just spray paint it. Yeah, like, kind of like, um, who who did that, though? We saw somebody, well, we saw Matt Hardy do it in Ring of Honor. Remember when he when he was beefing with Jay Briscoe at one point and he claimed to be world, and he had a, he literally put his face on it? Yes. You, know you get what I'm saying? Like, even when... Like, I, if we're going to do two world champions, which as much as I hate to say this, and I can't believe I'm about to say this, there's too many belts at AEW because you have AEW and ROH. And for the, That's the bad life. when a belt guy says there's too many belts. In it. Because right. that, that thing is, so, they feel like they're just, the wrestlers are just holding it. Like, case in point, Claudio, he's the ROH champion that's playing fiddle in a faction on a AEW show. He should be your face of ROH. He's your world champion. I mean, he so is but de- Ring of Honor is like a part-time show. Huh? Yeah, I mean, yes, yeah, you're right. Keep going. I'm sorry. He's devaluing his belt by mm-hmm. putting him on the other show, keeping him in this faction. If anything, it should have been the 
Black Room Combat Club should be featured on ROH if you're going to have him as your world champion. Let him drop it. But yeah, kind of. I agree with that. Third world champion. If you already have two, and now you're about to have oh, a third. Oh yeah. You get what I'm saying? You have you have two. You have your ROH, your AEW. If you're gonna make a collision champion, now it's gonna be a world champion, an AEW champion. Come on now. Oh yeah, I didn't even think. Of, I mean, so okay, so one more question for the bug. I like put you on hot side. This is fun. This is great. Uh, if they do decide to add another world champion, what do you call it on AW? What do you call it on Collision? Because because MJF, first of all, MJF, yeah, your scenario I think would have worked perfectly. But I'll be honest with you, I don't think MJF is even going to allow his character to be in a situation where he's going to walk past CM Punk holding that title and him not say something. You know what I mean? So okay, so say they got to figure something out. If if they say okay, fine, CM Punk wants to be kind of the top guy on the show. What do we call it? So WWE uh, recently came up. You know, with the Universal Championship, that, that's a that was a that was the Universal Championship had been used since Puerto Rico. That was a World Wrestling Council that Carlos Colon and his promotion had come up with. That was the last time we heard anybody do a Universal Championship. Same thing with the NXT North American Championship, and it had old vibes of the old United States NWA United States Championship, and you know, have a have a classic, a updated but classic look. You know what I mean? That's kind of we haven't had a North American champion in a long time. We always been hearing about TV champions and. You know, we have an international champion. So what would you have called AEW Collision's world championship title that CM Punk would lay claim to? So like in Ring of Honor a couple years ago, we had Jay Lethal, right? He eventually, he, he even took the world off of TV title. Remember, he was saying, I'm the real, I'm the real champion. I'm the biggest champion in this company, which is probably his best run. It's because at one point, the way he was being booked, you couldn't tell who the world champion was because they both were booked as the top guy, which is a very unique time. It's our era of Ring of Honor that I always love. But at one point, Jay Lethal was carrying a television like, nah, this makes me the top guy in the company, not the Ring of Honor World Championship. So it's like, okay, AEW, you have Collision, you have Dynamite. Clearly, your AEW World Champion has been primarily featured on Dynamite. CM Punk wants his claim to it. He's walking around with a title with an X on it. What would you call that World Championship for AEW? On the spot right now. Belt guy, go. To say, I will call MJF belt the AEW championship mm-hmm. and then call CM Punk the world champion. No, you can't do that because AEW WWE has that, so it might confuse the fan base. You got but here's the thing. So think about this. Everybody knows what okay, so remember Impact just did something very similar. It was the Impact Champion and then the TNA World Heavyweight Champion. No, that was stupid. Come on, see, this is this is exactly why I see. <laughs> That that TNA World Champion once again was a secondary title by that point in time. It wasn't actually being defended. That well, was no, Moose kept Moose saying he was the that. real world champion. Remember, Moose kept saying he was the world champion. Listen, but no, he, and also I would probably, I would probably try to play on the fact that one is a world champion and one is the actual AEW champion because you want, like, when we think about like when we talked about the women's title, how it was like Rhea Ripley had to be the world champion. And the mm. other one has to be the other champion, like the WWE. Sure. If he is the AEW champion, he gives him free reign to go to Dynamite and Rampage. The world champion will be exclusive to just Collision because he's the AEW. Just like I should never see the TNT champion on the TBS show. I should see the TBS. Yeah, that makes no sense. Yeah, that on makes there sense. because it's that would be exclusive to those two brands. For instance, if I saw the international champion on TBS that makes sense. He should be there while the TNT champion is on TNT. So that way you have the two tiers like the Intercontinental and the US mm-hmm. on separate brands. Right. 
they'll do the same thing with the secondary women's title. And the only thing, way to switch it is a battle Royals, or if you're going to do, I'm the number one contender, then at the pay-per-view, I'll fight for that belt, and that's how you switch them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, a new, a new champion, get it, but if I was on TNT, then I could, if I was on Rampage, that's on TNT, right? Uh, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. I would win the, the what you call it, then I would go to TBS as a TBS champion. But I'm just saying, I think that I think that Tony is about to do something interesting with this because you got Ricky Starks ready to fight him for this, but you also have All In and All Out, which is a week apart. Why can't one be headlined by one and the other one be headlined by the other? I, look, man, I, that's that's a good question. And I think we're, uh, oof, man, I, it's, it's messy. I know there's a lot of there's a lot of politics that have played a part in AEW's infrastructure. And, you know, we're fans. That's not for us to get into. But we could at least say that despite what's going on, I think there's a great balance of what's available to the point where we can at least enjoy the product completely now. And uh, hey, listen, if you're going to have all those titles anyway, why not add another? I'm, I'm curious to see if they decide what they plan on doing where, like, hey, let's add another title. But um, he got so many. He got three second tier belts just for the men. He could. He, like, if, 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 he, if, he, if he had played it close enough to his chest, he really could have had the AEW International title be that title that he wanted to. But, you know, they, they did the All-Atlantic, which I love. Yeah. And then they eventually turned to International. But I'm like, that, that would have been perfect. I got a theory about that. Can I just say something real quick? Sure, by all means. I think that was supposed to have been his world title because why is the women's title so similar to that? And remember, Tony Khan said that he had all these belt designs that he never came out with. And if you look how the women's title in in the AEW International slash um, All-Atlantic, they fit that mode of the men and the women belt being the same like the TNT and the TBS. Right. I really think that that was supposed to be his championship and he went with the actual world title because visually on TV, that would pop more than the international. I agree with you. It makes a whole lot of sense. And can you believe we've been sitting here almost for an hour talking about AEW? Look at that. AEW. Look at that. That's different. Mm-hmm. But, but like I said, there's plenty of time for this conversation. And I think we'll we'll definitely get into it because... um. I like I like all these mid card titles. They're some of my favorites, and it's time for me to start. You mean the up. other the other belt, the uh, the other belt, uh, the other belt. It's it's um, it's it's time to start loading up on these titles. Like I I need to start my mid card collection title. Am I wrong for saying that I that I probably most of my my titles that I'm probably going to start collecting like first, like before I get into it, get into it, are probably going to be like my favorite mid card titles. Is that is that saying too much? Am I doing too much? Like, come on, I'm talking to the belt experts. You guys gotta, you guys gotta consult me. No, because that means that those that means those wrestlers made you pay attention to it. I like those titles, even even not only that, but just the way they look. I, I'm a I'm a bigger fan of a lot of those championships, their designs and their aspects. Then I've always been that way. Even even with the winged eagle when it was its prestige, and I was always the intercontinental championship guy. Definitely. Right, that belt, it's always like, it, just, it always was, and in, in WCW, I love the big gold, but I was always a United States Championship guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and then I was, you know, I was a fan of the uh, Cruiserweight Championship, big time. I was a fan of the TV champ, the TV title, thanks to Booker T, big time. You know what I mean? Like I, I enjoyed those. Like you know what I mean? I, I've been talking about big belts, big belts, but that's for my world titles. But I've always been a fan of those secondary titles, but. 
This I was is like the European too. The European, European was too is another one. So that was another. I love that. It yeah. just looked different. It just it just felt a lot. And that you mean that looks can be deceiving? Is that what you're saying? I yeah. listen to me. I'm Sounds saying looks right. can be deceiving, and especially <laughs> especially having a guy like Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels told it first. I was like, ooh, see that it had a little prestige to it. It was important. So what right. I heard you say, the realness, is that mm -hmm. when it comes to belts, looks can be deceiving? What you heard me say, Brother Brandon, was that when it comes to belts, looks can be deceiving. Okay. I just wanted to make sure of it. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> we are here to talk about SummerSlam. We're going to go home with this part right here. Gentlemen, SummerSlam 2023. We spent two and a half, three shows talking about SummerSlam and uh, everything that has kind of led up to it. So it looks like we probably pretty much have had, we have a finalized match card. And I think our show is set. Now, now I'm going to read the match card. And I want I want you guys to, to, to kind of let the world know. Is um, Does this SummerSlam on paper match up with one last year's or just some of our most favorite SummerSlam moments? Are you expecting this to be as good as the ones we have enjoyed in the past and that we freaking talk about on the show every chance we get. So, so far, as far as the match card is concerned, this is incorrect if I'm wrong. We have uh, Logan Paul versus Ricochet. We have Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler. Brock Lesnar versus Cody Roach. Whoop, whoop. We have a SummerSlam Battle Royal, you know, where we have some major dogs in it. We have uh, Sheamus, LA Knight, Shinsuke Nakamura, Otis, Chad Gable, Tommaso Ciampa, who is doing a phenomenal job, by the way. Uh, we have an Intercontinental Championship match. Gunta versus Drew McIntyre. We have a Women's Championship match with Asuka versus Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. It's going to be a banger. Um, we have our World Heavyweight Championship with Seth Rollins, who will take on Finn Balor. This is, these. I would say right now. Never mind, let me finish. And then we have the Undisputed Universal Championship, Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso. Gentlemen. I'm going to be honest with you, and I'm I'm gonna say this little part before I let you guys do do what you guys do best. Mm -hmm. At least four of these matches is not gonna have anything to do with wrestling. What are you talking about, realness? Okay, I'm glad you asked. I'm telling you right now. I was, I was going to finish. <laughs> I, no, I, got no, take, I got another take for you. Because I like as I'm reading it, I'm like, bro, that that undisputed Universal championship is not gonna have anything to do with the belt. That's gonna be all drama, storyline, wow. everything that comes with it. That world heavyweight championship between Finn and Seth Rollins is a reason, is a reason Rhea Ripley's not on the card. Is <laughs> a reason she's don't have a match, is a reason freaking Dominic Mysterio didn't have a match, is a reason that uh Damian Priest doesn't have a match. I don't know if they're gonna participate in the battle royal or not. But there's a reason all that stuff comes before that match. I'm telling you right now, that match is not going to have anything to do with that. It's going to be so much more going on. That's going yeah. to be the like the outcome of the match is not about who's going to win, who's 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 the world champ. See, in the '60s, you watch Bruno San Martino face off against an Ivan Putzky to see who was going to win out of those two. You got one American, you got an, you got an Italian Italian stallion American dream versus a, a, a foreign villain. It was it was really that simple back in the day. It was live good versus evil, right? Mm -hmm. This we talk in twenty twenty three. This match I'm telling you has nothing to do with the world heavyweight championship. There's no way in the world. Does Same it, thing. It, it kind of. I, I was going to say it kind of does though. Come on now, brother. Here, break it if down. If you take it, if you if you take it back to the universal title, I mean, I know it's two different titles, but it, it all formulated from that beef right there, and that story is being told from that. That's the foundation. 
Right, but look at listen to what you said though. From that beef though, it has nothing to do with that world title. Think about what Finn's been talking about. He has not been talking about winning that world championship and That's being true. a world champion, a top guy he's in the company. Revenge, yeah. He's been talking about all the stuff. He's he is pissed. He said, You took my career away, you took away what was the the the, the trajectory that you was on was supposed to be for me. And I'm like, Man, Finn might be telling the truth because it's it's kind of what happened. So it was you know called, it's mean? more it's more centered around, I guess, just him losing and getting himself injured. And then match. you got it's his boy. Yeah, you got you got a big, big, big Scott Hall on the side. It's like, yo, it's my Scott time Hall. now. And, and and they both fighting for the top spot because Finn's like, not only do I want to take you out, I still like you said, I still want to be world champion. And Danny yeah. Priest like, wait a minute, brother, I got the money in the bank briefcase. We come on now. We saw what happened. We saw what freaking happened in that match when Finn had a chance to hand that briefcase to Damian Priest, and he hesitated. I said, man, you asking for trouble. You're asking like like Seth Rollins has nine lives, and I like the way they're doing it is because as tough as Seth Rollins is, they're still putting the judgment day over because when they're united front, think about it, they they really can't be beaten, right? So you say, okay, cool. How do we keep those guys going without making them look like the bloodline? Because you can't just have two dominant factions. Well, you can, but you got to make it look different. They're a dominant faction when they're on the same page, man. So like, what what would what would cause them not to be a dominant faction anymore? Dissension amongst the ranks. And you have one guy that's like, yo, you 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 been there, done there. I'm up and coming. I'm already old. Let me have my moment. And Finn's like, nah, bro, I ain't ready to give it up. You know what I mean? I'm I'm seeing a lot of rock. I'm seeing a lot of rock and fruit vibes going on right now. So now that's that's why he wins it, then, right? See, I don't know because this this is what I'm talking about. This is exactly what I'm saying. I don't think that match is gonna have anything to do with that title because something. I think this match is gonna be the end of the Judgment Day at SummerSlam. I wouldn't even play on Santa, but you know what? The Holy Spirit just told me to say it. <laughs> because oh, I'm, I'm, I'm to think about it, bro. This I'm looking at the match like I was literally we going down a match card. We, like I didn't even mean to start right here, but I was like, bro, there's no way in the world. Let's see what Dylan has to say. It has it has no it has nothing to do with this match. Like like this is this is I'm telling you, bro. There's a reason that Judgment Day is not heavily featured. It's literally because they're all going to be front and center for what's about to go down. As far as first of all, they already had a hiccup, and R- Rhea had to settle it because she had to say, "Listen, we're not doing this out here. Put the microphones down. Let's discuss this backstage." And Finn's literally walking back saying, "You lucky you did this because you you better hope you you're the one that can figure this out." Because and guess what? Later that night, they were on the same page once again. A judgment date on the same page is a right, dominant right. judgment date, right? Man, there's two. Listen, there's two. What if? What if? What if Finn does Man. win? What if See, Finn does win? And 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 Damian Priest decides he want to cash his in. What if Damian Priest wins? Finn Balor wins, excuse me. And then Seth Rollins gets mad. Nah, brother, he I'm coming right back to you. He get he gets he gets mad, decides I ain't gonna like no chump. Curb stomps Finn Balor in the ring after he just won. And Damian Priest is just sitting there with the briefcase, like, oof. What's gonna happen on TV when we sit there as fans and we watch this grown man have to make a decision like dang Finn's down? Finn just won. Seth Rollins just got mad, beat him up. Dom got chased off somehow. It's nothing but him, space, and opportunity. Referee's like, what you wanna do? Right? What what's gonna happen then? So what if the reverse happens? Finn loses and he lashes out on Seth and then Damien cashes in. See, see, listen to me. I and Finn I, stops. What if Finn stops him from cashing in, or Finn helps him and say, you know? But I don't. I what if keep it's, saying it's, it's the reason he loses. 
but payback is coming for a reason after SummerSlam. And all it of these is. matches. You keep saying it's <laughs> gotta be a reason. And here's a it's so here's the, thing about the SummerSlam card. Uh-huh. I don't know if y'all realize this. You know, oftentimes when we watch these PLEs, pay-per-views, after we're like, dang, that was a good one. How do they top it? How do they top it? Right. Because we've had some very good on paper, they look like it wasn't going to be good. But then when you saw it, you're like, whoa, how do you top that? That's so when you start looking at it, too. Huh? That's really like your specialty. He did that with NXT. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. So now, if you think about it, like you said, these matches, we're more interested in the other stuff. And I don't even want to say the entertainment. Just the other stuff more than the wrestling. Facts. Because truth be told, we all sitting here coming up with scenarios. It's only but so many scenarios, but Triple H is going to hit us with some dust. And it's going to be something crazy that we didn't think about, like, Dirty Dom going to be the special guest referee or something crazy. You know, what if it's up or, you know, I hate to say it, or what if it's a whole different scenario? Because either way we look at it, we I kind of feel like we want the title to change so Seth can go get healed up. Yeah. But we want to see the Judgment Day do some more. So it's working. We talked about the Judgment Day. We want to see them do more. Or, or I don't I, know. I want, Finn, I want Finn to get that push. That's all I want. Finally. Do you want Finn or the Demon King? Because it's going to be more rewarding if he's the Demon King and he wins it. But if he wins it as the Demon King and then what you call try to cash in? Remember I said the Demon King really is a part of the Judgment Day. What if he looks at him like right. try it if you want to, and Damian backs down? Ah man, Ugh. I wasn't. So I wasn't. Prepared. Feel, I wasn't prepared for this, man. This is this is <laughs> we, listen. We, we ought to be ashamed of ourselves, man. This tri- Triple H should not be having us having this conversation right now. We're duped right now. We, this is the crazy part. The uh-huh. demon comes down by himself. He doesn't come with the Judgment Day. That when he's true. appeared as a demon, he's by himself. Yeah. So the, he just, wins the judgment match. Day's, judgment Day is going to show up at some point. Same with the Usos. Same with the Usos do. When the Usos don't show up with Roman, you're like, wait a minute, they're going to show up. So, I'm just, I, inter- I'm like you. I'm interested in everything else but the wrestling. I know it's going to be a good match. Well, I know it's actually on paper they they going to have a good match. No, first of all, that's that's a guarantee. Like you're going to get your money's worth. That's that's going to be a, and I think that's going to be a part of the draw of it all is that they're going to put on such a crazy contest. That is not going to end the way I think any of us is probably expecting, and I think that's the part that's going to keep us there the whole time. Like we you know, this, this, these these previous shows used to be a lot easier. Now we're not we're not. This isn't as as easy as it used to be. So wh- what do you guys call it? We're just going to skip around. Who, world heavyweight champion? Who the heck wins? Seth Rollins or Finn Balor? Spill the beans. I want to say. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You good? I want to say Finn, but I feel like they're going to. Because Triple H with these long title reigns, I think, are hurting more than they're helping. No, cut it Cause out. Because everybody, everybody can't have a long title reign because then you back in the whole Vince McMahon thing that now it's like, okay, so when they finally lose, what's the deal? No. Like, you, yes. you, you, you think so? Here's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't say it the way. I think, I think the long title reigns are like helping. The belt is finally doing what it's supposed to do. And that's establish a star. So like by the so, time they by the time they lose the strap, they'll be established what doesn't hurt them. Like like you know when 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 Drew lost, it didn't hurt him. When when Bobby lost, it didn't hurt him. It's because they've kind of had these established title reigns, and it's like and, and that's at the main event level, right? So then you take a step down to I guess I don't even want to call it the mid card, but just a step down to the mid level of titles. It's like well these long title reigns is kind of helping these guys. 
become established as no, this guy's legit because he was the champion for so long. But then he becomes so over that when he does lose it, specifically in the way that he loses it, it may not hurt him. He can, he can move forward. You don't see it that way. Yeah, I see it. As a, what do you, I, say? I, I, you don't want you don't want a hot potato with it like they didn't have it to there. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, but like, you don't want to have it that nobody else has. Like for instance, what is there to do for a big Carter right now? Because Austin Theory isn't defending. <sighs> Shoot. He's right. not losing. So what else? I'm gonna be in a comedy stick. I'm gonna be like right now. How much more entertaining? Go back to the Intercontinental title when it was those six people challenging for it. It wasn't necessarily hot potato, but you had challengers that yeah, were legit contenders for it. That that could legit yeah. win that joint. Yeah. You're right. But now it's like Gunther, like he has legit challengers, and everybody feels like a threat. It's only it's only Drew. Yeah. Now it's like oh, if Sheamus and Drew couldn't do it at WrestleMania, I don't think Drew is going to do it now. Because yeah. you had two people that were credible threats to him at Mania that couldn't do it. So now it's like, I don't not that I don't want to see the matches not going to be good, but it's like, okay, you want you want him to beat this record so bad that it's mm-hmm. costing the uh, uh chokehold on the intercontinental title that yes, a year from now, two years from now, we'll still be talking about his run. But Wesley, for example. I was about to say and, that's 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 the issue. Go ahead. He you had put- a, he had a great run and then he lost to the dog. And like I said, it took three people to beat him on Sunday. But now, how do we keep his momentum going once he's dropped the title? Because if he still would have had it, he would have been putting on good matches. I don't think you can because I don't think Wesley has really even developed the character outside of being North American champion, which is the problem when you have guys that are just champions. It's like, okay, cool. When you don't have the championship, who who, who are you now, right? So it's like, to to, to your point, because we're just going to jump right into it. Well, that's what the heck we do. And the Continental Championship. It's like, to me, it almost seems like Gunta has to lose to Drew. You know what I mean? Because it's like it's like you said, you you had that dominant of a reign, and then it ends, or you keep going. First of all, who wants to follow that? You it's right. like you, you go from like the, the the European Championship went from uh, uh Shawn Michaels type guy to a Triple H type guy to eventually like you know Owen Hart. You know he was he was mid mid card guy X Pac. Before we know it, it started dropping all the way down to guys like um. You know, uh, uh, D'Lo had it at one point, and then you know the Godfather, and then before to the point, Kurt Angle to the point where he got Mark Henry got it. He was Mark Henry. It got merged. Build it up. It made you put eyes on D'Lo, but then when Mark Henry had it, started being hot potato. He like, okay, then it became Kurt Angle, Jericho, Eddie Guerrero. It was like, give we want to see him on TV. Give him the belt because that's the match that we need to put on TV. Yeah, it's like then then when the title gets lost in the sauce or somebody else has it, it's not as credible. It's like it almost loses its luster. So it's like, what's the point of you having it? That like it it makes no sense for you to go. Gunter wins, has an Intercontinental Championship for five thousand days, and then it goes to like Austin, someone on Austin Theory's type level, where it's like, yo, if if when Wesley lost the Dom, it made sense. It's because Dom is hot right now. You know what right. I mean? That's what you want for your champion to be able to do. So uh, he lost it to somebody important. He ain't just losing to like great to I don't know, you know, Grace Waller. Uh, Grace Waller was like he's cool, but it's like it, you know. Okay, so you, you had that. Yeah, it's like okay, cool. What difference does it make? It doesn't make you look that much of a big deal, and it doesn't make me care about that title that much more. You look at Adam Cole, and you had Ricochet. Those guys that battled out when they first introduced that championship. You know what I mean? Oh, like it, that we talked about on championship culture. That you talked about on championship culture. YouTube.com slash the wrestling realm playlist championship culture, right? Like it, it you gotta have those establishing guys make a difference. So it's like, man, you got Drew and you got and you got uh Gunta. He's got if he doesn't lose to Drew right now, who the heck is he gonna lose to at this point? That's credible. 
with he that. Got smash a honky talk record. No, he smashed honky talk already, right? No, no, he he smashed. Um, who did he pass up? He passed up Macho. Man. Just, macho. Yeah, right, macho. but you wanted to pass. This, up. This but, so let me ask this question. Man. I know we got went off a little tangent. Mm-hmm. When he passes Honky Tonk's record, what does that do? It gets Honky Tonk out the record books, right? But what? No, I, like seriously, think about it. What does it? It puts his name. Is he not going to be in the same conversation as one of the greatest Intercontinental Champions, whether he passed the record or not? He, I, I see. Uh, here's a thing, though. His, his, you no, know what I'm saying? I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell you why he has to. Now you put it that way. This is your fault because I wasn't even thinking about that. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why he has to do that. It's because guess what? The kids that come. That come after us, that comes after this generation, may not remember what Gunta did. Think about all the champions that 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 did damage, that get respected now, that get disrespected because people just don't remember. They're like, oh, I don't remember him being that good. Or I don't remember. Like no one sit there says, uh, who's somebody that should be in the conversation of something major, but people because they don't remember just generation, they get lost. Like it, it, I'll say this: anything WCW Monday Nitro ish. These kids are like, oh, that wasn't that good. It's like, what do you mean? It's because the generation that watched it is getting older they're out the community now so their voices aren't as loud so when you compare what somebody has done now to to a wcw it's like if it's like the kids that compare lebron james and michael jordan of course you want to say lebron james is shit because that's all you know you grew up on that yeah you know of mj uh but you didn't experience it so you don't know the magnitude yes right so so sit there you say i remember the goal he was pretty tough i've seen clips of him but it's no big deal but then if you got something attached to it, it's like, oh no, nah, this dude is legit. I told you I got I got a freaking eight a nine-year-old that's like that's a huge Goldberg fan. Why? You wasn't even thought of during that era. But it but he's got this streak though. And because of the streak, his playlist is 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 on still on YouTube, it's still on the network, his stuff is still highlighted. Goldberg couldn't wrestle with for God dang, but because he had all those streaks, he had all those titles, he had all that stuff that was attached to it, he got a bigger rap for it. You know what I mean? So it's like, does does Gunta need the same thing, or does it matter? Will he still be remembered as one of the greatest intercontinental champions of all time? I mean, he has to now because he clearly broke Macho Man's record. But think about but what I'm going to break one for you. And here's, and I'm going to rest on this, and we can move on to SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. This is SummerSlam. That's the match. I'm saying, no, we can move on. I'm going to say this <laughs> about titles. Uh-huh. Randy Orton has held a world title 14 times, right? Yes, indeed. 14, right? God dang it! Undertaker has held a world title seven times. That's, you mean to true. tell me, right? And these are both. Let's just call them legends at this point, right? Because if Randy Orton doesn't come back, he's done enough to have a Hall of Fame career. Will we agree? Easy, yeah, easy. Yeah. Without even thinking about it, are they not in the same conversation? Even though Randy has had seven more world title reigns than Undertaker. Oof. Are are they even not- though Undertaker? Now think about it. Undertaker's had matches. Probably more memorable matches than Randy, but I'm just saying, title wise, I'm just saying the world title. I'm Undertaker has only had seven. Mm-hmm. Randy I'm, has had fourteen. Are they not in the same conversation that you're going to say Randy title reigns me more? Because remember, in one night, Randy had a title reign that only lasted one night. I'm gonna tell you why. No, it's because the character of the Undertaker has done way much, way more. Than to be compared to a title reign. Think about it. He's probably the only person, that and we that's don't... my point. That's see what I'm saying. That's yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense though because he's the yeah. only person that. Think about it. Yeah. He Undertaker is the only person that I can remember that we have never discussed title reigns. Like you never hear a conversation about him because it's that like true. Get, think about it. He's done so much as the Undertaker that stood out. You you never even compare his title reigns or even you won't bring compare them up. him and 
John Cena's title reign, you won't say you won't even look at it. Champion. He's just the other. So when it comes to Gunther, and I'm just saying for these title reigns, period, we can establish these stars whether they have one title reign because Drew only had the WWE title what twice, but right, we yeah. know yeah. he's a mega star that mm -hmm. they can put anything on his back, he's going to run with it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But then in the same breath, when you look at Christian, Christian's had what six world title reigns across all the companies. Is it six? I think it's six, right? And so. that sounds about right. If Christian hangs up his boots tomorrow, he'll still be in the conversation as one of the best wrestlers because of the work that he's done, and he's the only person to be on all three shows in one year. So I mean, you got yeah, you can't like you can't argue that differently to establish himself. So mm -hmm. that's why I'm like Triple H. I think these Bianca Belair being the longest women's champion in modern history. Why well, put that in modern history? Let's just know that she's a great women's champion. And she's done things for the women division that put eyes on it and keep positioning her that way. Then we're going to keep saying that, just like when we say Bailey is the woman of the first. You know, uh, Charlotte is a woman of first. Charlotte don't need those fourteen or seventeen title reigns because let's call it what it is. She's in the same conversation as these great women like Becky Lynch. Whether Becky Lynch got four or eight title reigns, it's still the titles. I feel like it's holding it on the person is taking too much away from the wrestler. I don't know, man. It's it's. I see that's, what you're saying, tough. brother. But yeah, I, I think see you, I, I just I just think it depends on the wrestler. Like some 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 talent, like Bianca, when she lost, I I, I don't look her any differently than that if she's lost. It's exactly. Because, I look at her, her like I want to still see. Her, I want to see her match. And, I want to because see because in her case, her long title reign established her as a top guy. So like you, like now you don't need it. So like when it you're featured, time, yeah. and think about it, she's in the main event for the women. Like her, Oscar and Charlotte. Gonna burn the goddamn house down, but oh, yeah, but that's cool. I, 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 I don't think it was going with that or the world title. Which one I, do you think they're gonna kick it off with? I think I don't know. See, that's because we still got to talk about Logan Paul and Ricochet. That's a good question, though. But we're, real quick before we just we're gonna jump into the women's championship match right after we just see how see how we just naturally flowing. Gunter Drew McIntyre, brother, who who wins? Spoon Gunter, Gunter. Gunter. okay. What about you, brother Brandon? Gunter, because if Drew couldn't do it at WrestleMania, he ain't doing it now. I don't see Drew not winning after that momentum. Like I, I like he, the the rumors he's back. I'm like, bro. I, I think I think they're ready to move Gunta on to the next chapter. But then again, I I I don't know. I can't. I'm I'm, gonna I'm thinking we get some kind some kind of a disqualification though. Do you think I, so? I don't see. I don't. Yeah, I don't see Drew losing either though. Like you know what I'm saying? Like when it, really when going by disqualification? Yeah. So but he might what, win it by disqualification or something like that. Would it? What, what would be? What would make? What would be satisfied? Like, what would suffice? Like, what would be, what would be satisfactory? Way in a situation where you say, okay, well, Drew wins, but he doesn't. He doesn't. I guess you do a do a rubber match at payback. You have to, yeah. He can't keep taking. He, he can't keep keep taking losses fresh off signing a new contract. Something's up. Something's up, bro. But at the same time, he can't really lose. He can't really win now because because of Gunter, and you know they they've been pushing for that record. That's Are they really thing for them right now? I believe yeah, they're, they're too close up. now, man. They're too yeah. close. I see if he was like a, a year away. Nah, he's literally a month away. So you might as well just let him break ah, it. In. And it's the honky tonk. Shoot. And it's the honky tonk, man. Let's be real. Yeah, like, honky tonk, I, I man. I don't know why he had to bite for as long as he did. No disrespect exactly. to honky tonk, man. I mean, yeah, come on, man. It was okay. the era. Think about it. It was the era. That's yeah, why. it definitely was. It, it, it was. You it was the era. It was needed at the time. Sure. And also, you got to remember the lineage of the title was. I don't say it was fresh, but it was still, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. um, still trying to 
established what it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, what, what, what? With that being said, because think about it. T- t- that's this is the we take it too long talking about this Isaac title, but this is why we try to do a show with belt guys. <laughs> this is what you get for trying to do a show with belt guys. Here's the problem with that conversation, and I was just but, done, but I'm like, this is. That's why we talk about freaking honky tonk right now, though, brother Brandon. It's because he had that long title reign. Who else talks about anything a honky tonk man outside of that long title reign? Let's be real. But that's what I'm saying. That's it. Like, are we going to be talking about Austin Theory as the youngest United States champion? But think no, about it's it. No, it's just going to be a notch in the record books. That, but you're like, but what did he really like? You just said, what did he really do? With right. So think about it. But but that's but we we're still having this conversation about him 30, 40 years later because of the the the, the freaking record. Yeah. We're not saying, yo, I remember Hunky Tongue uh, dance like Elvis on the outside, and they're like, like <laughs> we, we we could talk about about that by the Undertaker and his thousands of moments in any other wrestler, but it's like, but he his his legend is that IC title. But we we gotta move on. Let's show the women some respect. Oscar, Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, are they gonna be sprinklers in 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 the stadium? So just in case when they burn it down, they have access to making sure that the the that, that the fire could be put out in, in, in a quick and timely manner. Because I'm going to tell you right now, this is a dream match for me, buddy. First of oh, all, gosh. Oscar and Charlotte Flair do no wrong in my eyes. And then you got Bianca that she's like on their level now. I'm trying to figure out who's I, who's who's going to follow that show in the first place. Because I I wouldn't want to follow them. I want to be able to ask them to hold back. Because they're you got to be kidding me. First of all, the dynamic between all three then you have the queen that's back in the mix, and then you have the previous champion, and then you have Oscar. There's no new faces in this match if you pay close attention to it. So you know what that means, right? That means they're gonna slug it out. It's like, like, like Oscar, once you get it, like you said, she paid her dues. She paid, she paid her dues. She got to her space where she was like, okay, she she did her time. And everybody's like, what's going on with her? And then she look, she's champion again, right? Like she's champion again, and she's established as a champ. What are you doing? He's a head tripping. Hey, what's up? He's, a, he's, he's established. He's established as a champion again, right? So it's yeah. like, wait a minute now. It's not, they're not trying to make no new stars. There's not no new faces in this one. I'm like, oh shoot, they're going to tear the house down for no reason. For no, yeah. just, <laughs> for no just because, like, right? For no reason, because that title, women's title, is going to be that much more important. I I can sit there and talk about Oscar, Charlotte, and Bianca all night, but. We're we're short on time, so gentlemen, does Oscar retain or do we have a new women's WWE women's champion? I feel like I feel like Oscar retains. I think I feel she like does too. Uh, I feel like Charlotte. Well, of course, you know what everybody's going to say if Charlotte wins, she comes Duh. back, she wins it again, <laughs> this and that, whatever, whatever. Bianca, she, she just had that long reign. She doesn't really need it, honestly. She's already I established. I don't think and she's I, focused. Think about it. I, I don't think neither. I don't think Charlotte or think think about the uh, the exchanges that they're all having right now. Oscar keeps getting the upper hand on every last one of them. Right. Right. <laughs> think about it. She, and, and, and she like trolls them and taunts them like, and that's very very Oscar ish. Oh shoot, Dylan. That's why we nobody was talking to you, Dylan. Good. Look at this. Look what he said. That's Dylan. what I was saying. Dylan, Exactly. Dylan, I, think yes. only, I wouldn't even think about that's, that. That's it. Once don't again, don't hate me when I say this, um, Hugh. But the only way. Charlotte wins is to be the victim of the cash in. Yeah. What if? What if? Yeah. You think, that's what the if, only way to transit. She's been so many transitional champions for that. Think about it. She's been cashed in the most. What yeah. if does does EO cash in and, and make us make this a fatal four way? No, I would I love care. that. I, I want Oscar EO straight up one on one. That's what I want. I want I want Oscar EO, but I want Oscar. 
I want EO and Charlotte more because of what they did at NXT when EO yeah. won her first world title. I feel like even though it was a triple threat with Rhea, I feel like it was some story that could be told with them two. But Dylan I feel like has the story that's being told now, like it's it's gonna end up being Charlotte versus Bianca down the road. And see, Drew gets it. That's how she got them 14 titles because she was yeah. think about it. Uh Carmella um cashed in on her with the iconics um jumped her. Bailey cashed in on her. Um didn't somebody else cash in on her recently? Somebody else can something happened. I think it's been three times, right? I can't even. I don't remember. We watch too much mm-hmm. goddamn wrestling. I can't keep up with half the stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we have a problem on our hands. It's because, on one hand, I do, that does make sense, but it's like, man, um, Dylan said that uh, Charlotte is the only one the EST hasn't um, hasn't toppled. That's a mania match, you know. He was t- and he was told he was telling that to Drew, and I was like, man, because because uh, Drew, Drew will have him. This was let's let's not you know. Let's not leave that. He said it should be Bianca versus Flair straight up. And I think eventually we probably do get that. But I think we we get like I think we get the feud starting here, right? But can we get feud. that at payback without the title? I'm I, I think I yeah, but see that's the whole point though. I think that starts the new chapter from, from payback yes. to mania. Like sh- think about it. They, Bianca and Charlotte are very, very similar. They're both dominant women's champions. And it's like when you see a few between those two, they can carry that. Charlotte's first of all, Charlotte is ridiculous. Yes, Bianca is on is. that level now. That's a few you can carry all the way from that to WrestleMania if you wanted to, and then end it there for whatever reason. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, you know, and and then you have then you have you get EO versus Oscar at some point, you know what I mean? And it's like you that's how you can separate the two. Where it's like 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 I was telling you, brother, I don't think that Charlotte. I think Bianca's way too focused on Charlotte. She's like, she's so upset about stuff not going her way. And she's so wrapped up in the fact that Charlotte's in her way. And Charlotte's like, okay, well, who do you think you are? Like, they're, they're, they're typically so right. focused on trolling each other. Once again, they're not focused on what matters. That's, that's, that's what the match. Yeah. We still got Friday. Like, you know, this is our girl home show. They still got SmackDown. I'm like, man, they somebody's going to lose focus about this whole thing. But I think this may jumpstart, I think, some of the greatest women's feuds that we have yet to see. As far as these matchups here in WWE, and, and it's like I say, I, I'm I can't wait for that, man. That, that I'm looking forward to that, man. They like and I'm Charlotte. And, mm-hmm. Can I ask one question? Do you miss Kyrie Sane now? Still, because imagine hey, if we me. had Kyrie at this time. I'm just all I'm gonna say. Oh my gosh, them three women. Ooh, man, starting ah. say, starting will be saying, "You're welcome. You're welcome, bro." I got I got chills thinking about it. I was just like, man, all you three had, of them. You add her to the fold. I mean, it's just that's almost like the four horsemen all over again. You know what I mean? It's like it's like a next generation of it. You know what I mean? Like you know, everybody was they, when you wanted a good match, you knew who, what four women to go to. It was it was always Bailey. It was always uh, Mercedes. It was always freaking Charlotte. It was always um, Becky Lynch. You know what I mean? And then and then e, and Oscar was right there on the outside because she was a vet coming in. Like don't get it twisted. Yeah, you know I mean she was always she there be too. Down for the NXT. I'm telling you, it, it, she they got, gave I'm her t- a Shinsuke treatment. Think about they, it. They gave it a Shinsuke treatment. We got to tone I you wonder, down a little bit. I wonder if this match is going to be. I wonder if this match is going to be toned down because them three in the ring is a main event match. That's that's a that's a, a WrestleMania main event. Oscar for Charlotte versus Bianca. That's something you doing. That's something you doing WWE 2K. But guess what? We're getting it at SummerSlam, so I'm looking forward to that part, man. But um, a few more matches we got to kind of discuss, man. Uh, 
let's let's stay with the ladies. Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler. It doesn't look like we're getting any type of mixed martial arts themed type thing like we kind of want. No, we we've been calling for the Lions Den match. We've been calling for the uh, what's the thing that uh Seth Rollins in and um was, and Riddle uh, fight did pit, fight the pit. fight fight pit match. You know, but I think they've done an excellent job with. Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler and the build up to it is because it has a very it has a very believable story to it. You know what I mean? So Shayna Baszler's talking about, listen, I was there for her every training camp, everything I did, but she wasn't there for me. You know what I mean? And and I'm tired of playing second fiddle like our whole careers. I'm like, man, this is good because I think this gives Shayna Baszler the rub that she needs. My concern is where do you go after that? You know what I mean? They gotta continue this feud, man. I, I I don't I don't know how long they ride this out. I, I, let's put it this way. So what you're saying, brother Hugh, is because I it, think I can get down with this is that this is just the beginning. Yes, because they're at least going to go through payback through payback at least. Got to get the rubber match right. Yeah, they at least got to. I mean, it's the storyline. It, it tells itself, mm-hmm. and for as deep as the storyline as it is, it's like it doesn't make sense for them to just have that one match and it's like oh it's over with. No. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's more story to tell with this with this storyline. So I, like, I I agree. This drag is, it along. You kind of right, the brother. Because I like, usually SummerSlam is where you end stuff. So this is supposed to be like a payoff. Yeah. But I'm like, they just started this though. They just started. Yeah. But see, and I'm gonna change my vote because I think that it it finished the story as some Survivor Series. Because if we're gonna do War Games and Survivor Series, how do, who's to say we mm-hmm. can't do like a fight pit or a MMA match at Survivor Series? That's what I'm we saying. It's got to lead to a gimmick match. It gotta be a thing because I think that Rhonda beats her now. Shayna mm-hmm. gets her payback. <laughs> See what I did there? And then oh, they, yeah, have a, a, they have a submission <laughs> match or something at Survivor Series because I think Shayna Baszler is trying to go back to that magician submission, the Queen of Spades gimmick type thing because she's her promo is back to what it was at NXT, like that last vignette that they did. Yeah. That's the stuff that made Shayna. Special in NXT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was feared. Like, but then, but but then, but then, where do you go? It's only but so many titles to go after after a while. You know what I mean? No, because after this, then it'll be freed up for her to go because they're on Raw, right? Uh, no, SmackDown. SmackDown, aren't they? No, they're on Raw. Raw? Think about this. Tripping. You finish this at Survivor Series. Mm -hmm. Would it be crazy for her to win the Royal Rumble or would it be crazy for her to pick a fight with Rhea? Either way, Shayna Baszler is nuts. Remember, Rhea took the title from her in NXT. Mm. Triple H should always run that feedback. Yeah, he does right here. I mean, Rhea's kind of hot, though. Is that, is, is that a trigger that you pull? I, you know what? That could potentially happen, because I feel like Triple H is like giving all lords he runs to all his NXT people. Like, you never got a shot. We're going to make sure you get your chance again. I feel like who Rhea's... would want to see Rhea versus um, uh, Shayna at Mania? I think I think Shayna needs it. I think she deserves it. Like you know, she she's older, but she has done like it's it's not that hard to book. Like she's mean. She's a bully. She's vicious. Like you know what I mean? She's she's gonna get a men's title soon. I mean, she's the the way she be looking. I'm serious. It would it would be unbelievable. I feel like it's gonna happen soon. It wouldn't be like she. I can see her walking around with the freaking North American Championship. Like you, like how did you get that? Let's. I. I got mad. Like I can see her beat somebody up. Says I beat him up and I pinned him and I took his belt. They like with well, the one sanction. I don't care. It's mine. Some somebody right. come take it from me. Right. What you going? What you going to do? Yeah, you got. It. I mean, so 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 
here we go. Ronda Rousey, Shannon Baszler. Summer and it's Slam. a shame that Sonya Deville has moved away from her MMA gimmick so much. No, it's not because that reminds me. I was going to say something. I think they they may go down as probably the best women's the best women's tag team champions. And that was excellent. I mean, thank. I'm glad that Chelsea. I mean, not Chelsea. Ooh, uh, Carmella is doing good now. Um, uh-huh. Who would have thought? I would still want to see Chelsea Green and her as a tag team, but I like this Sonya Deville bro together. They that work. Is, they work so, so well, well together. Yep. And Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea Green, Green is, is awesome. She is amazing. Like she's somebody that I got told you. I I told you when I noticed her. I noticed. I always heard about it because, like I said, because I followed the uh, the major the major boys. The major wrestling figure podcast, and you know, Chelsea Green has always been a part of their, you know, thing. And, and when she got released, I saw her in Impact, and I don't know if it was Mickey James in the ring or somebody was talking about women's, and it was like a little women's, like a not a gauntlet, but it was a, like a um, what do you call those things where the people on the outside in the um, oh, like, there was a, a, a lumberjill situation, and she kind of stepped in the ring like, um, excuse me, uh, and she just kind of was being rude and interruptive, and I was like, oh, I didn't know she had all that personality because they were kind of booking her as like this. I don't know what they were doing. They put her on Robert Stone and they were doing she something. You know, they don't know what to do with the women. So just make yeah. her pretty face. And, and, she, and she was like, she had just debuted on the roster before she broke her arm. And then she broke her arm. They, they released her over the, you know, the pandemic. And I was like, well, I didn't realize she had that much personality. So the fact that she can, they're entertaining. Like they're not just booked as the women's tag champions because they're just women's tag champions. Like I look forward to seeing them each week is because of Chelsea Green. Well, she said, um, she's like, three strikes, you're out. Basketball. And I was like, what in the <laughs> world, bro? That was funny. And, and I was like, yo. And that's what she I'm saying. Like, she is face. good. She is really, really good. And Sonya Deville is like, went from being like kind of a, a serious, hard-nosed character to kind of like, look, I didn't mean for this to happen. Once again, it's, it's the, did we, did we talk about tag teams on the show. Have we, is that something we discussed have we, probably? We haven't done it recently. No, no. Okay. So, so here's, a, we know we talked about the different types of tag teams, right? And uh, look, Dylan said nobody would beat the Iconics. Look at that. The greatest women tag teams of all well, time. Well, that's because he, look, he probably saw them in the independent I'm, day. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> Good job, brother did, Dylan. Did you, Dylan? We got a rap for down there. Of course, he would say that. Of course. They, two, two beautiful women, absolutely. Shout out to Sean Spears. Um, <laughs> they weren't very entertaining. They were very entertaining. It, they were very entertaining. But it's like when you look at, at Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville, it's they they fill out the odd couple. You know, it's that tag team. Like, okay, cool. There's the tag guys. They're like, we're the, we're matching gear. We grew up together. He said, no clue about comes for WWE. I don't think anybody <laughs> did. I don't think there were really wrestlers like that. Well, Jesse Jesse was. Um, but anyway, but um, so yeah, it's like you, you know, she kind of the fact that they are able to play the odd couple and didn't actually work. We're kind of seeing it with MJF and and Adam Cole, like. Did, I know you all saw that dance contest they had, and I was like, "What is Adam Cole out there doing for real?" Looking like Daniel Garcia. You see when freaking Daniel Garcia does his little disco inferno gimmick. It's hilarious. But, I'm so sick of him dancing because he's, bro, he's over the top now. It is hilarious. He looks like disco inferno. But, but he looked like like like. No mind. Continue. <laughs> but anyways, I just want to show the women love because. I know we got Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, but listen, the, the women's tag team champions, they're, they're must-see TV every week, and yeah, I think yeah. that's that's what your champions need. This is why I'm not doing a show with y'all no more, because we keep talking about these championships, for goodness <laughs> sake. 
Like, how do we keep going back to championships, bro? Like, I'm, I'm really sat there and I'm talking. I'm like, bro, we still talk about these championships again. Because I'm like, look, back this, to is, summer, this, like, right? this is right. This is we sit there talking about run around the Shannon Baser, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, see, this is exactly what the championships need. I'm like, wait a minute. Anyways, <laughs> I swear, man, fool around, belt guys. Where's Brandish when you need him? <laughs> <laughs> But uh, did, did we run around the Shannon Baser? He's probably lifting weight somewhere. It's got to be. He's a check dad. Yeah, right. Got to stay checked. But run around the like just like run around the and Shannon Baser because they're probably jacked <laughs> for women. So <laughs> which 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 one are you guys choosing? Run around the Shannon Baser, brother Hugh, on the spot. I'm going with uh, I'm going with Shana just for the simple fact that I believe that Ronda, she's trying to put this women's division over. She is as much as possible, and it's like I feel like she's going to give Shayna that rub. And of course, like Brandon said, you have payback, so of course, she'll come back and pay back and get hers. But put her on the big stage right now, let her get over, and then you just continue to feud from there, brother Brandon. Do you agree? Rhonda wins only by disqualification because Shayna hmm. won't release a hold. Ooh, there you go, getting caught. Don't he, don't he complicate right. things? He, he does it on all- purpose, bro. I was about, I was about to be like, that's right, brother. He went with you. We're going to say it. Then I'm like, oh, shoot. Yeah, and that's the only way I'll see Ronda winning because I, Shayna, oof, never mind. Shayna, if she's Queen of Spades, Shayna, that's Ronda's in trouble. Listen, all, all I know is we've seen a lot of people revert back to their NXT personas, man, on the main roster, man. Shout out to Triple H. Give you know. us uh, Pete Dunn. We got everything. That's back all to I need. Butch, Butch got over, man. We got everything with that name. I don't know why it's been the name, but back to you. Who who you got? Rondo or Shayna? I definitely got Shayna Baszler probably pulling this one out. Ronda Rousey's good and she's kid. First of all, ugh, she's she's such a villain. Like she just she's she knows what to say. Like I I'm trying to watch my language. Like she knows what to say to get into people's skin. But I think Shayna Baszler has a legit bone to pick with her. But you know what you never know. Same thing. Shayna Baszler could lose focus. She could be so uh, wrapped up in revenge that she loses focus. Who who said that recently? When they were like, you know what? Uh, matter of fact, Logan Paul said that. He said, you guys are so concerned about trying to prove a point to me, the outsider, that you guys weren't focused on winning the Money in the Bank briefcase. So we all lost. And I'm like, well, he might have a point. So I think I think if Shayna were to do this because she lost focus, because like Ronda Rousey has said, like, you've never been in this spot before. What are you talking about? You don't know what to do when you get here. And I was like, oh, that's not nice. You know what I mean? So it's like, I I, I don't know. But I, I think Shayna Baszler pulls this off. I think she needs it. She but uh, but yeah, how about um, moving on, though? To, let's 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 go to the uh, the highlight of the night. This is supposed to be the the. This showcase match, I'll say. Logan Paul versus Ricochet. Shout out to Ricochet once again. Getting getting another NXT guy finally getting his run. You know what I mean? This is going to be yeah. one of the biggest matches in SummerSlam history just because of the, the star power of Logan Paul. And Logan Paul is bought into Ricochet, which is a good thing. It's because Logan Paul's following is bigger than WWE's completely. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. and to have him decide, I want to work with this guy Ricochet because of the stuff we pulled off the chemistry and I feel like Logan Paul feels like he can trust Ricochet because Ricochet has already made him look look good, right? And mm-hmm. uh, D- Dylan says that uh, Ricochet needs this win, but I'm not necess- I'm not so sure. It's because Ricochet has gotten has not really been historically a huge winner, but he has yet to he's he's gotten over. He's gotten in, in people's hearts, and sometimes losing can 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 lead you to winning. You know what I mean? You may you may have lost the match, but you've earned uh, the hearts of people. We watch it happen with Mick Foley. 
McFoley got screwed over so many times that people began to love him and love him and love him even more. And uh, Logan Paul hasn't really. When's the last time Logan Paul won a match? We talk about Thank a big money guy. He won one match. He doesn't need to win. He doesn't need to win. So who no, does? He it? does because the last time he does won he was at SummerSlam last year, right? He doesn't need to the win. Though, he's he's too big. Like the way he's saying, he's too big. You know, All right, I, so I'm like, a big mega star. Plus, I keep coming back and keep losing. Hey, bro. But it doesn't, but doesn't, it, it doesn't make a difference, though, brother Brandon. It, it, he's still Logan him. Paul at the end of the day. That's the yeah. thing. He's he's bigger. He's bigger than WWE. Like let's let's call it. All like, right, so I'm Logan Paul. Okay. I tra- I challenged the Tribal Chief. I lost. Everybody I challenged Seth Rollins. I but lost. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna challenge Ricochet and I lose again. Why am I even here? Like no discredit to Ricochet at all. But I'm saying Ricochet is not on the same as <laughs> a loss from the Tribal Chief or Seth Rollins. Let's call it what it is. He lost to the Miz. Well, no, he beat the Miz. He beat the Miz, yeah. Beat the Miz. Right. So he needs to beat Ricochet to keep his momentum because he keeps talking about you just trying to do this so you can go viral. Can He's going to do something crazy. He's probably going to do a shooting star 450 splash and a, fa- a Falcon Arrow off the top of the SummerSlam um, uh, Titan Tron yeah. and record it while he's doing it. I Can mean, that's what... That's what we expect. Can I ask you a question? What if brother he's right though? What if he's what if he's there to give Ricochet a rub? What that's, if he's the one? It. What if he's the one doing the favors? Because he's he's kind of the established star without having to be an in ring guy. But he you, he comes into it like, hey, I'm 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 here to help the product because and and I don't mean to break kayfabe, but I remember on the show he said, man, listen, I, I love the fact that we can be partners. He was talking Triple H. He said, let's let's make this thing the biggest we can make it. And it's like part of that process and something that he understands more than anybody, especially as an outsider is creating new talent, creating new stars. Like Ricochet is challenging uh, Logan Paul. Logan Paul said, bro, you try to make a name for yourself off me. And it's like, well, shoot, he's kind of like the veteran in the matches because he's the one Ricochet is going to be. If, if Logan Paul wins, it's going to go viral. It's going to be huge. It's going to be a big deal. And he's going to be the man. Cool. But if Ricochet wins, man, this, this might put him, you know what I mean? It, it 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 may put him in in a more solidified space because Logan Paul could disappear and come back and still do whatever he wanted to do. But if Ricochet loses, I, I don't know because if he well, loses, it's not gonna make a difference either. Because Ricochet, think about it. Because and and I say this for you, go brother. You Ricochet could lose on Saturday, but they have a match on Monday and win, and then everybody be okay with it again. And that's nope. that's what I'm saying. Like that's, but Logan Paul loses and he comes back the next time. He's already getting booed. Okay, cool. We let him lean into that heel side. But my thing is, like, what what do you do with him? So let's say scenario: Logan Paul wins. We don't see him again to what Survivor Series, Royal Rumble. Probably most likely the Rumble. Yeah. Yeah. He wins. We still don't see him. He loses. We still don't see him. So either way, but how many times can this? Like, if Bad Bunny did not win his matches, yeah, would we be excited when we saw him again? Yeah, and I know nah. Bad Bunny comparing different people, but I want to see Bad Bunny come back because I'm interested in what he's going to do next. Because his dance partner was great, the match was great, yeah, and he he won. But even so, if he would have lost, I'm like, oh damn! Of course you lost it, but because you beat Damian Priest, who we know what he's done, it's like okay, he beat an established star, mm-hmm. and Damian Priest came out better for it. Ricochet can come out yeah. better with, with this loss. Ah, shoot. I, I just feel like Logan, all he, he's there to, to go viral. That's it. 
Yeah, like, not, like I said, he's true, bigger though. than he's the not, WWE. He's, he's not trying to, to win. Does he need to win matches? You he might got a point, he, brother. Here, he I don't, don't know, brother. He brother. Need to win. He bring out like his little phone. He do that one little highlight, uh, a spot that he always does with Ricochet because you know they're gonna do something crazy. I don't and, like talking to you guys anymore. And give Ricochet a rub. He, I'm, he needs I'm telling you. Plus, plus, he made it personal when he says something about something. He definitely made it personal. You don't go that far, bro. No. He did on purpose. I'm telling you, 450 splash into a Falcon's arrow off the top of the, the stage of the SummerSlam yeah, side. Yeah. It's going to be something crazy. Sure. I don't like talking to you guys because every time I'm <laughs> sitting, once again, y'all keep it never fails, bro. I'll be like, okay, cool, brother, you got a point. I'm going that. 480. No, what's he, some 560? What's the thing that he does? He does the, he don't do a, a 480. What's the thing that he does? It's an extra rotation ricochet. Is it a 720 or 450? I don't know. All right, it's going to be a Spanish fly yeah. to a 720. I don't Ricochet's going to flip all the way down the, the ramp and pin him in the ring. So, so let's let's get it on the record. Brother Brandon, what do you got? Ricochet or Logan Paul? Logan Paul. Logan Paul. Brother Hugh. I have Ricochet. Man, I don't know, man. I, I'm, <laughs> I don't see Logan Paul losing this match, but I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't want to answer. I don't know. That's tough. I, I, I'm... I'm going to say, has Ricochet won anything like recently at like a SummerSlam or anything? He's never had a big match, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> because here's here's the problem. Because at the end of the day, to, to to Drew's point, okay, so so Logan Paul wins, he beats him, he talks his trash, and then what? He goes he goes away for a little while, he goes back to his life. Ricochet's got to show up on Monday the next day and wrestle again. And it's like, yeah, I, I, I'm going with Ricochet. I think Ricochet bent. I think Logan Paul is going to go into absolute. Crazy losing streak, and then like have a have a he's paying his dues. So let's just look at it like that. So I'm going to say Ricochet. To be honest, I'm Team Sam. I think I think we all are Team Sam. <laughs> I'm the, I'm going with Logan Paul on this one. Brother Brandon going against the grain. I'm okay with that, but I think yeah, I don't know. That's that's going to be tough. I, I definitely think Ricochet is going to pull this one out because I think it's going to he he he's the modern day superhero. Think about it. He, he's a guy that's doing all the flips and stuff. There's nobody doing flips and stuff like that. So, okay. Drew. But anyway, let's 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 don't, move don't, on. We don't, got don't talk that gum stuff, Drew. Come on. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got we got two more matches to get into. Uh, the Beast Brock Lesnar versus the Nightmare Cody Rhodes. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, they're gonna kill each other. I did, I don't know, man. And we still haven't figured out why they're fighting. Right, bro. <laughs> nah, it's we did we did figure out. Brock Lesnar gave explanation, didn't he? It was a very it was a very Not Brock really, Lesnar. It was a very Brock Lesnar explanation. He said, I am a former UFC champion. I am a former. I was like, why is he reading the scripted promo? I said he's doing this on purpose. That was a work shoot work. He definitely on, did the whole WWE creative. <laughs> he did because I don't think yeah. they even now leave me alone. Somebody leave said alone. I forgot what it was. They said imagine that this would have been for the WWE title. That's why they're feuding. These matches should have been for the title, but because well, they... well, well, you heard what, what, what Brock when he first when he it's not funny because he beat up Cody Rhodes. They're supposed to be a tag team. He said he was pissed that he wasn't <laughs> in the main event of WrestleMania. Like, bro, you didn't. He didn't care. He's like, no, I, that I don't care. I should have been. I should have been. Should have been me versus Roman because you know that's a bit. Let's, that's he had a vendetta against Roman too. You know what I mean? And and Brock Lesnar, even though he does what Brock Lesnar wants to do, he knew he was like, yo. I, I I have to uh, I got I got unfinished business with Roman, and then that was kind of taken away from him by Cody Rhodes. So that's kind of why he's been beating him up. Cody Rhodes is like, just like they're gonna end up having like forty two matches, like Roman <sighs> Brock did. So it, I don't even know. 
there's these old school Dusty Rhodes theme stories that Cody likes yeah. to tell. And when you have an antagonist like the Beast Brock Lesnar, we've talked about this to, to nausea. If uh, we've watched the Cody Rhodes documentary, Brother Brandon, did you get a chance to watch it, Brother Hugh? Yes, I did. Okay. What, 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 what'd, you, what'd you think about it? Man, I liked it. I loved it. It was, it was, very, it was very similar to uh, not Dark Side of the Ring. It was a documentary I watched on um, his father. Yeah, was it biography? It, a A E. I think it was. Yeah, it might have been that. It might have been that. Okay. But it was it was very similar to that. I mean, it's, man, the story he told. Oof. That's his thing. The story behind yeah. it, like, man, it's crazy. Like I, Unreal, isn't it? I came out of that show like, like honestly, he's probably my, like one of my favorite wrestlers now, just from the I story. Felt, because I felt I had the propaganda a attachment to him too, there coming out go. of surgery. You know, this that whatever whatever, and yeah. I was just like, hmm. That really hit me. So I was just like, yeah, ah, yeah, he, he, he's doing his thing. Now, nah, Cody's that dude, man. I, one thing I'll say he about is. Cody is, uh, one thing about so, Cody that I'll say is that, uh, is that when I, when I look at him and just his success now after he left AEW, I was just like, man, I remember, remember, we used to watch him with the Bullet Club, and I was like, man, he doesn't even belong in the Bullet Club. He's got a suit yeah. on, for goodness sake. Like, Bullet <laughs> Club was very Japanese, very. You know, very counterculture, very cool, and I was just like, man, this dude doesn't belong there. And then he I think he just the shirt up in his pants. Remember, he was folding the shirt in his pants and wearing his yeah, head man. Head like he just, I think he just proved the whole thing. And I think you know that's why the elite said we're going to resign with AEW because like, bro, you were never one of us. You know what I mean? Like you tried to be, you were here by default. But the reality is, it's like it's like uh, Cody Rhodes said, I never used to call WWE home. He said, but there's no doubt in my mind, without a shadow of a doubt, this is my home. I'm like, man, I don't know what the heck happened behind closed doors, but. Anyways, but well, um, let me say this about the documentary. This is what I was going to throw at y'all. Mm-hmm. Do you realize that? Or let me ask you this: Do you think we would have got this documentary in the way we did with Vince McMahon still being hands one hundred percent hands in? Or do you think it's because of Triple H's influence and because the reach that WWE has and Cody basically saying, "Hey, I'm not going to say why I left. I need this footage and be able to name drop." these places because I was surprised that they had Matt and Nick from All In plus even had stuff from AEW in this footage. Yeah. I was definitely Triple H vibes. I was about to say yeah, yeah that's all Triple H. Because, because you know you know Vince Vince would have been all business now we're not something else. But yeah. the, and the crazy part I don't know if y'all picked up on this. Cody said I don't want this to be cut out. I'm yeah. not gonna say why I left but I'm gonna tell you some other factors and then immediately Triple H said what Cody couldn't say. Cody left, and I'll give whatever he say. He left because he wanted to be the world champion. He wanted to be WWE champion, and he couldn't. That's why he factored himself into that match that he couldn't be the AEW world champion because he didn't want to. Ooh, he didn't ooh that's that's that is. Ugh. I'm saying right now, I think Triple H. Is, I call bull spit on Triple H. <laughs> I really do though, because th- don't get me wrong. I think that's true, but something else happened, bro. Because you know, well, remember I say something else that happened, and remember, Cody said I wasn't. Mature enough to be an EVP, he said I it. wanted to wrestle. I yeah. wanted, and we he said, and he realized that everybody had grown up. And it was one other thing he called it home. But when Bruce Pritchard they found out his contract was over, you notice he said, I made a call within five minutes. He said, I sent out feelers to feelers to a third party. He said, Five minutes later, mm-hmm. you don't I'm think like, he went to Kevin Owens and said, Hey. Is your boy are you blowing a whistle, bro? <laughs> Breaking was news, it brother. Kevin Brandon Owens said, nah, was, it was the Kevin. one 
and now correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't Kevin Owens the one that put him in touch with the Young Bucks? Shoot. Yeah, I want to say yeah, yeah. When he left, you're right. I forgot about that. He did say that. Hey, these are the guys that you because remember, Cody, I I remember the list, and the list is what got him over. Did you check out that footage from MCW and Evolve? Did y'all notice that? I did. It's those stomping grounds. Look at him. Yeah, but I'm saying it was he said in that interview. You're right. It has so much Triple H dust. I said they're giving us all the reasons. Because it was, you got to go prove yourself because he never had a chance to prove himself before he got there. He had to go do the reversal, what everybody else did. Something he had to do a reverse Daniel Bryan. He had to go prove himself, then come back. But he would have proved himself as a smart person for the business. So when Vince said, We're buying you, you that's what we want. They wanted the American nightmare. That and I I totally forgot they wanted that whole brand. Did you remember that it came from Japan? I forgot completely. You know, the best part about the whole thing was, bro, it brought back so many memories because I was like, Bro, we watched every last bit of this. Like, I was you Mm -hmm. watching, like, Yep, I remember this, I remember that, I remember that from from literally from the minute he left. Remember, remember, we were tracking down his first matches and stuff like that, trying to scour YouTube. Yeah, oh, he put Roger Trouble on the list. I remember being excited about that, bro. And then I was like, "Oh shoot, you're right. He was the American Nightmare." And and uh, at um, it was um, started in Japan. Yeah, I was. Was that was that a Wrestle Kingdom show? I think it was. Yeah, because that was Tokyo. Wrestle Kingdom's always in Tokyo Dome. So I was like, "Oh shoot!" And then that's when he really became who he became. But I was like, "Man, something." Because I see he forgets that when he did a shoot interview, where something happened. Where he wasn't allowed, like he he legally couldn't speak on what happened. Remember something something went down. He was like, I, he was like, legally I can't speak on it. We, we his both. name when he could he had to stop using his name. He we no no I'm, I'm talking about I'm talking about whatever he no because he was on his way to get his name back. Remember he got his name back late in the AEW. It's because yeah Triple because H, remember he he got it ripped from him when he um, the trademark was, ran out. Yes, and 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 Triple H told Vince like just let him have it, please. Like let him, you know what I mean and. Something and and I remember something I forgot what happened, but I remember Cody was kept saying I can't le- legally I can't say anything about it. And they asked Tony Khan, and Khan was like, "Well, we can't. We we all signed the, like the NDAs, like legally we can't speak on it. Like we both that was the agreement. Like we're not going we're not going to beef about it. But now, but we also can't speak on it ever again, and we can't speak on it to the press publicly. So it it's some it it is what it is. Triple H came with that, that covered. But that pector, I knew it was a story behind it. And he said that was the worst pain he ever felt, but he wanted Bro, to put that match on because he like knew that. that was going to solidify him as the white hot baby face that the world needed to see. Yeah, big time. And and he didn't lose any momentum. Nope. But um, with all that being said, full circle, is that enough for the for this chapter of this Cody Rhodes story where we say this is going to allow him to conquer the beast onto the next? Because I'm gonna say right now. They they're still pumping up this old WWE Championship moment, and I'm like, man, I I don't know where this is gonna go, but I'm like, Brock Lesnar is gonna get this man ready. It this could be a this could be a Rock McFoley type thing, where you know what I mean, where it's like, all right, man, you got to go through some some major players to get to this point. Yeah. And now that you've now that you've climbed that mountain and you've slayed that beast, Roman, you next. So you're already having family issues, and, you, and you're already a shell of yourself because things ain't going right with you. Like I said, you know, guys can lose championship, girls can lose championships and titles because of lack of focus. You know what I mean? I don't know. What if Jay Uso helps Cody Rose? I all I know is I watched that that documentary. Like, wait a minute, we still talking about this WWE championship? I thought we was moving on from this. Not to say it wasn't oh, ever going to happen, oops. but I felt the propaganda. It's all about that picture, man. Cody Rose versus Brock Lesnar, brother Hugh. 
does Cody Rose get it done this time? <laughs> Look at the conflict on his face. He said, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel man. like I feel like after what happened on Raw I, over the last couple of weeks, when he goes just him just getting torn apart. Bro, he I doesn't stand it. <laughs> he's getting whooped each week. Right, but I feel like somehow, some way he's gonna pull out the win. Okay. And then Brock. You know how he goes away. He'll, he'll come back later on it, down the he's line. No way. It doesn't matter. He's going to start it back up. Not. Like I said, they're going to have They're going to have Brock got to finish his. Brock got to finish his feud with Bobby first because remember that never came exactly. Back. Bro, <laughs> Brock Lesnar is untouchable. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who are you pulling so, for? I mean, I'm, I'm going. I'm going for Cody. Let's go. Okay, so he conquers the beast part of the story. Next chapter, right? Yep. Brother Brandon. So he that first of all now I'm gonna say right now brother Brandon's gonna mess this whole thing up because yeah, yeah. no 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 because I'm gonna let everybody know who's listening to this. I got my mind made up. I'm with brother Hugh. It makes sense. Now he's gonna say something to make you oh shoot. Now I gotta stop right. what I'm thinking and add something else to it and figure it out. That's why I'm like talking to y'all, man. Like this is getting overwhelming. I'm getting too old for this, bro. Look at his face. Look at him because I because he knows all right. Go ahead. Go, ahead, go ahead, brother Brandon. I'm gonna ask you just like I asked brother Hugh, Brock Lesnar or Cody Rhodes. So look, this is a, to the dramatic pause. <laughs> the dramatic pause. Here it comes. Cody Rhodes. Oh, look at that. Hold on, hold on. Here you go. Drew, Drew said, here, here comes the shenanigans. Because I was going to say, my answer was really, <laughs> payback is coming. There you go. He's been talking about payback for a month straight, bro. It makes sense, though. It does. That's the part that's throwing me off because I keep forgetting that. See, this is, and I'm going to tell you, this is what blows me about it. And this is why I like talking to Brandon is because. He, he's he's a constant reminder that Triple H is running the show. It's because uh-huh. Triple H doesn't do the spectacle one-offs. Every and he proved that with the Rumble. Everything he does is a continuation. He's never going to be like, let's just put on the greatest show on earth tonight, and we'll figure everything else tomorrow see, morning. See. Be up, be up six hours trying to trying to make Raw make sense the next week because now he's got to. You know what I mean? That's that's how the old regime used to do it. Versus Triple H, is like, no, we're going to sacrifice the moment. It's because we're going to build to these bigger moments. And like I said, if, you, if you're if willing to sacrifice your rumble for a bigger WrestleMania, these small pay-per-views don't stand a goddamn chance. And he keeps saying, oh, you don't forget, there's payback. I'm like, oh, shoot. That means that's – and once again, they brought that back for a reason. That's 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 and the rubber. The worst the NXT, just as a side note. I mean, that's like that's I like how they're recycling old uh, pay-per-view titles too in NXT. That's pretty cool. Look at Dylan. This is what I was going to say later on. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's got – I'm saying payback is the perfect thing for the fiend to come back. Oh, okay. There's a story I'm going to tell there. But when the NXT days, when we finish this, I'm going to tell you something about payback, which I'm thinking, what I thought about the other day. Uh oh. Let me ask you a question. If there was a situation where the fiend were to come back, who would he go after? Cody. Ah, shoot. Oh man, you talk about you talk about another another chapter to that story. But it break it break. Can it be a bad guy still? He's too over. Is he? He tried they to probably, be a bad guy. It, it, I don't. They probably they probably tired of Bray by now. Keep disappearing I, and whatnot. I don't know what's it, going on. And, I don't you know, know. But, but I feel like Triple H and they, they'll find some way to flip that that NXT rookie, uh, was it veteran or whatever story. Yeah, ah, shoot. Remember, remember they were paired up back in the day? I forgot. I didn't know. I forgot just that quick. Yeah. So I, I feel like they're going to flip that somehow, some way, and they can make that happen. Because who, who else is Bray going to attack if he shows up? I can see it now, though. Still, <laughs> you're talking about a nightmare, man. <laughs> I'll tell you about a nightmare. 
And he need, he needs another wrinkle to his story. Like he once does. he once he conquer conquers Brock, or like all right, Brock is he's, not gonna show up for another couple of months. Now you need somebody else to. He's the white meat baby face though. Like like that would be creepy. Like now Cody's got to go through first. Like this guy had to go through first of all he lost, <laughs> he lost that mania, he had to win the rumble. First of all he had to go through Gunta. He goes right. through Gunta, gets to Mania, loses the Mania, tries to get himself together, tries to get a rematch, got to deal with Brock, beats Brock. Now say, like, okay, cool, on to the biggest prize. Now deal with freaking crazy Bray Wyatt. And now I've got to, <laughs> oof, man. Dusty Rhodes will be proud of my dad, my son there, Cody there, see, see if you will. Cody, Cody, it all leads to, to the boss. Well, hey, let's think, can you imagine his promo after he's had to fight everybody? I've been through hell. <laughs> I've been through like. <laughs> He's gonna say like I he's, went from undeniable to uh, what do you say undesirable to undeniable. He's gonna not deny me my title match. He's gonna sound like Undertaker when he was fed up with Kane beating him up. Kane, <laughs> I will walk through the fires of hell. I was like, uh oh, you just pissed <laughs> dead, dead. Like Undertaker don't even scream during this era. You just pissed right. him off, Kane. I was like, Dad, Kane. No disrespect to you, uh, brother. You, I know what you got, but he. he hey, point, I was like, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, oh god, that, she messed up, and, Kane. At that point, you knew Undertaker was pissed off. He's screaming. Yeah. He don't ever scream promos. He got lightning coming from his fist. I said, uh-oh, you did something. You did, did the wrong thing, brother. You went too far, Kane. I will walk through the fires of hell to get to you, Kane. I said, uh-oh. I believe him. <laughs> I believe him. Like I, I can oh, imagine good. Cody doing the same thing. He's going to have one heck of a promo. Oh, man. That promo is going to be epic. You talking about lions, tigers, and bears. Oh, my. After uh, he won the Elimination Chamber next year. So what do you want to talk about? Let me tell you about how my last year went, how we got to this point. He's not going to be afraid of anything. Like, by the time he becomes champion, he's going to bend through hell and back. Oh, man, Cody. Okay. So, Cody Rhodes. You got Cody Rhodes beating Brock Lesnar? Yeah. Brother Brandon, Cody Rhodes beating Brock Lesnar? Yes. I got Cody Rhodes beating Brock Lesnar. He's going to conquer the beast. It's not the first time it won't be the last time. Uh-oh. Dylan's over there cooking. This is why Dylan's a part of the show. He just keeps D- – Dylan and Drew. Right, just, he's like, going at it right now. You guys, <laughs> you guys you guys, are making the situation worse because, once again, I got my mind made up. Then I'm like, oh, crap. Now I got to rethink some things, man. But I definitely shout out to my I'm guys. Gonna when we finish this, I'm going to give you one thing to think about that you're going to probably hate me for. In regards, in regards, main event? In regards to what? what, what, what that to do? Are we ready for the main event? With the battle no. room? Well, I'm not worried about the battle world. We know LA Knight <laughs> is gonna win that. So we can skip. Is that. it is, is it that is it that obvious to LA Knight? Is yeah. That <laughs> hey, that's it. That's well said. Keep it moving, moving on. Keep it moving. Well said. It's not, you don't follow that. Okay. Right. All right. All right, good brothers. Here we go. We're at the last part of our show. We've gone, we've gone, we've gone quite the limit. We've gone two dollars. But it's it's the SummerSlam preview god dang show. No, that's not true. Mm. Are you serious? I don't know. Is this the thing? It's, I think it is coming up. I Dustin, think it's coming up. I thought it was in time for Mania that it would be coming up. Dustin oh. said he's in love with AEW. He's got no problem with it. I remember, remember when Cody left. He's like, look, man, I love AEW. I got no beef with it. But, 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 Dustin Rose is older. Like, you know, we you know we, we always had those legacy runs where it's like, all right, well, it's like, Diamond. first of all, when Cody left AEW, he took all his people with him. He took DDP with him. <laughs> I say everybody that came with him, he just took him like over there because like when DDP was on was on AEW, like they were still he never got shunned from WWE, like you know, because now like when you're a Hall of Famer, you're like grandfather then, like the rules don't apply to you. Same thing with Jake the Snake and stuff like that. Snap into the Slim Jim. But uh, wow. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, Snap into Slim Jim. Yeah, Summer Slim Battle Royale. 
Why was that snap so loud? What was I the only one that always used to like try to bite and, and hear that snap? Oh, right, gosh. it was like, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, we got a run in because <laughs> he, he heard Roman Reigns. He heard Roman Reigns. Oh, no, he's I gotta in the be there streets. <laughs> I gotta be there. They said my tribal chief, bro. I'm here. Wow. Don't worry, you're, you're, you're here in time for the main event. Did you finish your workout? Yeah. I wish I was working out. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> Br- Br- Brother Hugh, uh, told your fans that they're like, you know, Brian is probably out there getting jacked, pumping iron. So, you know, we figured that's what you was doing. Mm-hmm. But uh, okay, just that, just that fast he was gone. All right. Uh, but uh, good brothers, the undisputed. <laughs> oh man, these shows are great, man. You guys, you guys. Like I said, Brian just got bugged. Brian is in the streets. <laughs> I don't know what the heck is going on. He probably just wait a minute. He said, uh, "Okay, his his mama called. When your mama calls, you gotta answer." Brian, that should be back Absolutely. in a second. Oh, yeah. But we'll 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 kind of. Continue our childish banter. We have the undisputed universal championship, right? We've had one of the most massive buildups to such a match that I can remember, mm-hmm. right? We have <laughs> Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso. Jey Uso being the first person to pin Roman Reigns clean was it? Really, is it considered clean? Clean in yeah. almost three years, right? <laughs> Jimmy, oh, there, there he go. Look, check him out. It was definitely clean. Mm-hmm. Jimmy, no, Jimmy fun. Uso. Jimmy Uso, like Jimmy Uso, I think he's just taking time off to spend time with his wife. Everybody knows he loves his wife yeah, and they're separated right now. So he's like, I, I need some time with my woman. I don't, I'm not mad at you. Jay Uso versus Roman Reigns and most likely Solo Sokoa and the wise man. All the odds are stacked against Jay Uso. And I'm I'm be honest with you. All the momentum in the world, all the promos. I haven't seen enough from Jay Uso to make me believe. That he has a chance. That he has a chance against <laughs> Roman Reigns. Oh my god! This weekend, to uh, to try to sit there and pull this off. I d- I don't know what you call it. I don't know what type of whatever. But it's just like man, as great as the story as it will be for it to end the way this. I don't see a way where Jey Uso walks away. Now, what I'm probably more concerned about the most good brothers is where do we go from here? Because I'm telling you right now, I don't think it ends. Once again, because as Brother Brandon keeps telling everybody, it's payback next month. And I'm just like, man, there's got to be more to this story. They're not ending this, this bloodline still on no time soon. It doesn't end here. So I ask you guys. Let's just get straight to the fruit punch of it all. The fruit punch. You know, people get straight to the punch, straight to the fruit punch. Does Jey Uso freaking stand a chance against Roman Reigns <laughs> and all the shenanigans that freaking come with the goddamn bloodline? I don't know what I don't know what to think. I don't know what to do. I don't know. I don't like, think anymore. I don't. This, this is it's Triple H's fault, bro. This used to be really simple. <laughs> this used to be really really simple. Brian H, we know you're on ball time. Mm-hmm. I want to hear what you have to say, brother. <laughs> um. No, Jay Uso doesn't stand a chance against the Tribal Chief. It's a great storytelling. Um, yeah, yeah, he calls him the Tribal Chief. He doesn't even call him Roman. He calls right. him the Tribal Chief. The Tribal Good. Chief. Yeah. Good. Uh huh. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's uh, I, you you brought up a good point, right? You talked mm-hmm. about not getting enough out of the promos. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, some people even saying, like, this doesn't feel like, I guess, I don't know. I've been enjoying the story because it's different. Everything got to be, I'm screaming at you, you're screaming at me. Because, like you said, this is a family issue. Thank so you. they're handling differently than normal. And, and this is where, um, you know, the rest of intellect is uh, often uh, separated. Because when you broke it down, a lot of stuff in here with this whole family it's stuff that, like, we've been introduced to Samoan culture more in these past three years than we've ever been before. True. And that's the thing. Like, so part of me, no, I don't think he has a chance. However, it would be, I mean, it'd be interesting. It'd be cool. The pop is certainly going to be there. I just mm-hmm. don't see it happening. I think, um, you know, I think if it's all said and done, I think Roman gets the win. But... I think they'll be, I, I, honest, I don't want to say, I kind of feel like they're going to either make up or I think the swerve would be somehow or another Jimmy coming in and turning on Jay. I, I really see that happening, but I, I feel like that's a more closer to WrestleMania just because, and, and this is also coming from me watching a lot of the interviews of the dream match of them two facing each other. As mm, much as that's I like, what they yeah. yeah, and you try to ignore that stuff, but it's so it's always there. You know right. What I mean? So, mm-hmm. but and Brandon, and Brandon had a break in almost what four years outside of no three years now, right? Yeah, but the, and then I was gonna say like you've been bringing up the fact that nobody something else nobody's talking about the words payback. That's the next show, and you you know so something's going to happen. Out, I'm looking Maybe. past SummerSlam. I keep thinking <clears> about pay, because it's a reason payback was brought back and announced return, yeah. at SummerSlam. Because he could have yeah. put anything else behind there, but he decided to put it. He strategically did it. And I, I, Just like I don't. It yep. It's strategic. So I. So do you you said Jimmy turns on Jay? That's a possibility. But, you know, either way, it's got to be a big splash, right? It's going to end the show. We're talking a stadium show. Um, so it's got to it's got to end with a big splash. You feel me? Like, if you look back at Royal Rumble, it ended with a big splash. To the extent Elimination Chamber ended with a big splash. Uh, WrestleMania, yeah, you could say, I mean, maybe not as big as the other two, but um, who was the one? Uh, Night of Champions, when they turned on them. So we have these big splashes. So I think we get another big splash in there. So I'm going to ask him. Oh, Drew beat me to it. I was going to ask you what it took about that because – the whole thing about Grayson Waller calling out The Rock and now all this buzz around The Rock. Does mm-hmm. he make an abis- uh, appearance and that's your big splash? Oh, my gosh. I will mark out. <laughs> but that's, uh, I mean, have you seen the reports? And that's what it is. Because Grayson Waller keeps calling them out and The Rock is... I, somebody said, I can't remember which YouTuber said it, you know, whenever The Rock does bad in one aspect, he always comes back to WWE. Yeah, that, that was that was me. I said that. I said that. You get me? I'm telling you. I said what YouTube show said it. <laughs> <laughs> but with Grace yeah. Wall, it keeps calling him out. And you know, the Vince McMahon wouldn't like you saying something unless it comes to fortune. But man. the Triple H dust like, say whatever you want. Do whatever you want. You know what I mean? And it's it's almost like a thing where if he does, is SummerSlam the right time to lead us to Survivor Series or to lead us to Mania? Because I'm with Cody. I don't I think mean, we need the Rock at Mania last year, but we might need him down yeah. as another wrinkle in the bloodline. Is it so you're saying you think it's time for the Rock to kind of okay, insert Rock here? 
We do need yes, something. New. I don't think we, we needed them at Mania because we yeah. had we had plenty of other things. But now, I think we need them to to do something. You know what I mean? Like to add that extra jolt. Because if you didn't bring Rikishi, you didn't bring anybody else to the family. I'm still I'm still on the fact in the back of my mind that the Rock's mother is the elder. She's the head of. She's the actual Ooh, head. Of that would be so cool, man. I'm that still bro. because she's the direct lineage to Hachi Peter Barbia. She is the elder that said so. Uh, yeah, yeah, we definitely. I think she's the one that's going to be revealed to Sin Solo. She's the one that recommended Tribal Combat. Remember, he said that it was there. Um, what do you say? What was his exact words? Idea. It was their idea. What if she's the elder that's been saying this? And the rock is said to knock yeah. him down to put the family back together because Roman has become that tyree, not what the bloodline was supposed to be, to put him back in order. I, I listen, I it, it would make sense to me, is because what? Roman's father is who one, she is. Roman's father is one half of the wild Samoa, so it's like if he was one of the elders, why wouldn't it be known that my father said, you know what I'm saying? Like out of respect, he he's he was already a top guy, but like like Brian A said, like you guys said, Atta Maivia Johnson, she is a direct descendant of of their chief, the high, high chief. chief. Like the yeah. high chief was legit, the high chief of Samoa. Like that wasn't like a moniker, like that wasn't a gimmick. It was real. And they why always you... show on camera when she's there. Think about it. She's known well enough to know if she's the one that has been revealed to have sent Solo. She's the one that recommended try. And then if he still ain't get right, The Rock is the one to cut. Hey, I'm sending him to get you in line. Because Roman said on the interview, sometimes we that's our industry. We fight. We might disagree. We're going to fight it out. And like you said, Dwayne, this could be just to bring them all back together. I See, that's the, and that's the thing. That's the missing piece, honestly. This is uh this is one of the matches that I said before when we first got started. I said at least three of these matches are not going to have anything to do with yeah. the championship. Like I this this has absolutely nothing to do with the undisputed universe. <laughs> it really doesn't. Like it, like if Brock Lesnar was out there, I'd be like okay, Brock, like he might beat this dude, right? But I, it, it's been well documented how much all this has kind of played into itself, and it's like I find myself saying to myself, "What's really supposed to happen in this main event? What is this going to do?" It's supposed to be a match between Jey Uso and Roman Reigns. Who's going to win? But I'm like, man, now nah, this is going to be a means to an end. And not like the end of the storyline, but like this the means to the end of, hey, this is how this is going down this particular moment. Like what's going to happen next? What is this supposed to lead to? And I find myself trying to figure out more what that's going to be rather than the actual finish of the goddamn match. Because I'm saying to myself, okay, Jay, what are you hoping to accomplish? Because you could beat Roman Reigns. You could beat him up as long as you get your point across. What if Roman decides, okay, it's fine. All right. Does anybody really know the consequences of losing the trial by combat match? That's a good point. Like, this is what I'm saying. This is what Brother Hughes said. Like, there's, you know, and and, and, and what Brian was saying, it's like, yo, there's there's a lot about Samoan culture that we're not familiar with. Mm -hmm. And they could be purposely leaving out certain information. So it's like, where do we go from here? Like, I I don't know what I was watching. (laughs) I don't know how many times I thought the NWO was going to split up because Macho Man and Hogan was beefing. <laughs> and I remember like I it was yesterday. Day, bro. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't it doesn't get old, right? And I and I remember I don't know where where what's what did where was the place in WCW? It wasn't Bash at the Beach, but is it one time they would go? Is it was it 
what's the place they would go with and it would be like a oh, little wow. swimming no 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 it was a swimming pool they oh, was on a beach somewhere no it was no, it was outside was it like oh, nitro, I can't, right? yeah it was not, i keep want to say palm springs i don't think it was palm springs it was somewhere somewhere in florida because because freaking scott hall and Scott Hall, Scott Hall, and and Kevin has came out with little beach shirts on, and because yep. they 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 would go there once a year, or whatever it was, you know what I mean, like you know, yep. kind of a party beach atmosphere. Like it wasn't like a normal stadium; it was like people standing up, you know, like. And I remember, Macho Man came out. You talking about and... Bash? You're not talking about Bash at the beach, are you? No, you're not talking about Bash. Nah, because no, it, it was it, it was a nitro, like they did it every year, but like they always it was it was like on their little nitro list, know. like. Yeah, like it, yeah. Every time the summertime, we go here for nitro, and it it wasn't a, it wasn't an actual ring. Like people were standing up, and there was a little pool before you get to the ring, and and uh, it was when Macho. First of all, Macho Man and Hogan had been beefing for months, and then I think Macho Man helped. I think he turned on Sting or somebody. Mind you, Panama, Macho Man it was Panama City. Panama City. Yeah, okay. That's spring what it break. Was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was spring break, right? There you go. Yeah. That's what it was. Yep. Every spring break, they would do that. And Macho Man, I forgot, I forgot, I forgot what they were fresh off of. But like I said, I feel like it was when I don't know if it's that cage match or what, but at Hogan, Hogan and Savage were beefing. They've had a match or two, whatever the case may be. And all of a sudden, at the pay-per-view, the finish was Hogan uh Macho turned on whoever saved Hogan. He walked out of there. And Eric Bischoff comes up there with Miss Elizabeth Macho Man Randy Savage. And he goes, ladies and gentlemen, let me be the first one to say, Macho Man, welcome back to the NWO. And then Macho Man slaps the head, the slap the microphone out of Eric Bischoff's hand. And everybody's confused. And everybody's like, what's wrong? What's, what's wrong? What did I say? What was wrong? And Macho Man grabs the mic and he goes, I never left the NWO. Eric Bischoff. Everybody starts going crazy, and that's, I remember being a kid saying, "Wait a minute, what do you mean you never left the NWO? You've been you've been you've been tag teaming with freaking Luger, the Giant, and Sting for months now, facing Hogan and NWO guys, and you saying all this time you were still part of the group." And I'm like, "Some things they always say is for life, and if you look at the NWO, the NWO was meant to mimic gang culture, right?" And sometimes, even in gang culture, part of initiation is getting beat up, right? It's uh, uh-huh. it's it's getting jumped in a lot of times. It's sometimes it's violence, and it's like even though that happens, there's no disrespect to you. It's just like, well, this is what it takes to get in. So I say all that to say is, what if this after this trial about combat that Jay Uso, Jay Uso loses, he has to get back in line, whether he likes it or not. And what and same thing and then but then also that that could happen with Jimmy too. Right now, well, Jimmy gotta get his turn because Roman and Jimmy never had a match. Well see, that's I think that's that's you remember, remember remember when Jimmy first came back from his knee surgery and, and freaking yeah. Roman almost broke his arm. Yeah, like, now, boy, he, he was ready, he was ready to break Jay Uso's arm, and then Jimmy jumped in like chill, and then he almost choked Jimmy out. And he's like, look what you're going to do, man. You're going to get a line of that? And he's like, all right, man. All right, all right, all right. I hate you. God dang it. We're going to do this. And then he's like, that's okay. I had to do this. That's what I needed to do. I had to get you because we family. Same thing, being manipulative. And then all of a sudden, the bloodline became the most dominant thing in professional wrestling. Who's to yeah. say that this doesn't happen again? Brother Brandon's over there making faces. And he's doing that thing again. And Remember, and- Roman said that too, though. 
Like what was it, a couple of weeks ago, he said, "Look, what happened to Jay? What's going to happen with Jay? Oh, he's going to fall in line like he always do." That, Remember, he that, said that walking up to the. He definitely yeah. said that. Yep. He definitely said that. So maybe they sit there just waiting for them to fall in line. Maybe it's no beef. Like even at, at their uh, when Solo tried to jump in at their little uh, quote unquote their little fake yeah. contract signing. He yeah. still protected Jay. The interaction they had. Solo. He didn't protect Solo. He let Solo eat a super kick. Yeah. So, so, so Solo's the heater. He takes all the buffs. <laughs> but the Solo, Solo, Solo was out of pocket though. And Roman looked at him like, nah, young boy, you, you don't know what you're doing. So he deserved to get dropped. So I, I don't know. Brother Brandon, what's your take on this, man? I just, I don't, I, I, I'm confused. Cause he, go ahead and spit it. Cause he, He's, he's no, sitting. I'm confused too because I'm telling you, I'm still saying payback. I think it's a bigger <laughs> story that we're missing because SummerSlam is going to happen. We know we're going to get drama fell, a tear is going to be shed, somebody's going to be upset. Roman's still going to go to WrestleMania as champion, but the bigger story is going to be payback. Something's something crazy, whether it be a triple threat match, whether it be and I know I don't want to say The Rock is going to be at Payback versus Roman. <laughs> you need to save that for a bigger stage. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying something with the bloodline is going to divide them. That Payback, somebody got it's that's going to be the theme of Payback. We already had the Civil War that fit in with Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. We got this match now. What what's the next chapter that's going to keep us saying oh because they fall in line, but what if they what if Solo is the cause of Roman almost losing, and he makes Jay fight Solo? Mm. That's the point, though. Yeah, we don't know. That's what makes the beauty of because nobody's supposed to be ringside, right? He disobeyed him. He saw him yeah. and Solo, but Solo more spikes him. Yeah. So like, once again, so- Solo is becoming unhinged as of lately. He's starting to get impatient. Right. He's trying to be the. He's trying to slow himself. <laughs> that, that too. Bless you. Thank you. you know. I just think that's something. I, I hate this. I think we need more family members. And I don't want to say wrestlers as family members. I'm just saying I think we need, like, the thing about Rikishi. Rikishi's going to keep living off his his run, but now he's living through his sons. And, like, all the interviews, he's like, oh, I can't really talk about it. He's drumming up some stuff to keep the storyline because he know that storyline is keeping him relevant. But why not it, it bring does. him in? And, you know. Hey, do you really want to do this? You need to fall in line. You know he's doing this for our family. Or look what happened to your brother. You really want this to happen to you. You know what he's capable of. Or solo, what are you doing? Why are you not backing your brother? I mean, it's you got a father with three sons that's being ruled by the older cousin. See, so, you know, I just thought about what's that? You know who's not busy on uh, that day? Not family, but due to circumstances, they ain't busy on SummerSlam. Sammy Zane. Oh my god. The, the, the whole thing. No. Is, the, no. The, oh, the, I the forgot about Sammy. <laughs> Sammy don't yeah. have nothing to do. He yeah, can be yeah, in Jay's yeah, corner. And the whole thing is family members can't get involved, right? What if he comes out there and just get in Jay? Because he has a, 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 a affinity for Jay himself. He still owes Roman one though. Let's keep it a hundred. Exactly. So 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 I just I just said it was gonna be Brandon doing this. Now here you come on the what you call it. Now you <laughs> doing it. Like <laughs> I was fun. Now I'm sitting like I this is contagious. When y'all get to talking, the rest of the minds get to cooking. Because he did say, I acknowledge you as the tribal chief. Remember, he told him that 
Ah, and what if he comes shoot. to the ring? See? What if he comes to the ring and calls him the match, and now we get Jay because we never got a big match of Jay versus Sammy while Kevin is hurt. Mm-hmm. Was what, who did you want, Jay and Sammy, or did you want Jimmy and Sammy? Which one was it, Brian? Back then, I wanted Jay and Sammy. It was Jay, yeah. Okay, <laughs> because Jay, he keeps telling him like, "Dude, like you know," and and Kevin Owens, remember his whole thing is like, "Yo, leave them alone. We got the belt. What are you doing?" You know, and and now Kevin Owens. Home. So then you got a story made for when Kevin Owens come back. You know, it's it's. I mean, this thing is so wide open. That and that's the and that's the key right there, buddy. Mm-hmm. Like, like, there's so I, many I, different I, directions you can go in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it, like you said, it's not so much about the result. It's about the. This is one of the matches where it's like, Story okay, what's going to happen, and what's going to like you know, we we kind of like all right, we, and and then who knows? This would be the one they swerve us. We like, yeah, you know, when Roman was losing, next thing you know, Sunday night, Sunday morning, we waking up with Jay Uso as WWE champion, or <laughs> let Ben tell it, all the Judgment Day because Damian Priest is still out there. He might get bold enough and say, you know what, I can. Oh. Cash in. Oh, he can cash in that way with the blood. Holy we keep focused on the right. world title. We forgot about that. <laughs> oh, but it is for any title. It is for any title. It is. We got that intercontinental title still. Mm-hmm. I can't take this, man. <laughs> we totally forgot about it. He might. Ooh. If oh, man, moments, bro. They could gang warfare, beat him up, and then. Take the, oh my god, what if they swerve us? They, I don't think they would swerve us that way with Damien. But it failed cash in and all of the bloodline versus the judgment day. Oh my god, oh, dirty man. dog, and dirty and dog, dirty dog, we get some boys. Remember, Heyman <laughs> was sitting there, he was whispering to them months ago, right after, was that right? He was, was you know, what if, what if, what if so, Solo uh beats dirty dog for that North American championship? That oh title, no! That here you go. He, this is title. Yes, he never lost. It's true. Remember, he had to relinquish. Give it up, bro. Yeah. Did y'all I say who, who did y'all think was going to win the um the, the world title match between? Well, two y'all did. Who did y'all say? I didn't get a chance to listen to that part. I was too jumping in and out. No, yeah, we uh, I, we I know I, I, yeah, I don't. Who? What? Barnes, let, let me let me fill you in. Originally, when we went through the card. I said, I told the brothers, I said, man, there's at least three or four of these matches on here that are not going to have anything to do with these championships or the outcome. It's going to be something else that's going to be the driving force for this whole match. And this World Heavyweight Championship was one of them. It's because I told them, I said, this whole situation between Seth Rollins, they're going to give us a 30-minute great match, and then it's going to be overshadowed by the Judgment's Day's involvement because there's so many factors that go into what could happen, what couldn't happen as far as the Judgment Day. None of the Judgment Days booked for anything else. Maybe the SummerSlam Battle Royal. I'm not sure. Rhea didn't oh, have God. a match. Dom, nope. I don't think, has a match. And and Damian Priest is, you know, money to back. What reason would he have to win that SummerSlam Battle Royal? He's a world. He has a world contract, world championship contract, like, in his grasp. And and we talked about, it was tough to figure out. Like, okay, if we didn't know if if that was going to affect the outcome in a way, we were like, bro, how, who, who comes out of this match live? Because right. does, does Seth win? Does Finn win? I don't remember we even came to a conclusion. What do we even say? <laughs> I don't think we came to a conclusion. I don't think we came to a conclusion. We just moved on. We gave yeah. up. Because it was too much. much. Dust. You said what? Dust. Too much I dust. Think it's, I think it's Finn's time. Maybe I'm just hopeful. 
It's not part of me want to say Rollins, but I think it's Finn's time. Then if I jump out of kayfabe real quick, I think mm-hmm. Rollins needs to sit down and uh, heals his body a little bit. Everybody's talking yeah. about that. Everybody's he needs a left finger heal so he can come back strong for Mania. Because yeah. if he don't, he's gonna miss Mania. Because it's it's, point, it's best for him to heal than to sit there and try to push yourself and then because he's been there before. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Man, I, 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 but then what does that do to the judgment? Do the, to the judgment day with Damian Priest? You still got Cody on Raw and Judgment Day. You got enough to carry over Raw. Okay. Payback, payback. See, there it you is, know, payback. Cash it, and then uh, we get Finn versus uh, um, Priest at payback. Is that the end of the Judgment Day? Uh, it could be, or you could have a Macho Man Hogan situation. But it's, I mean, it's, it's, no, it's not. They're not strong enough faction. But I said, um, I said, uh, what if is uh one of the scenarios I I went into, Brandon? So I said, what if uh Damian Priest decides to interject himself into this match, triple threat match? Finn Finn yeah. takes out Seth Rollins, and what if Damian Priest goes, well, screw it, and just tosses Finn out, goes for the pin, or goes for another razor's edge, whatever he does, one of his moves takes mm-hmm. out Seth Rollins. You know what I mean? Or you know, or yeah. or push come to shove. What if, what if Seth Rollins takes out Finn and then he tosses Seth Rollins out the ring and he pins Finn? Yeah. <laughs> this is this is why we moved on earlier. This is this is, this is the issue that we had. Um but yeah, man, once again, we, we got nothing to accomplish here today. This is I'm drained. Like this is this is not what we came here for. Listen to me, Brian. H. We, this used Brian, This used to be so easy, Brian. Back in the day, it was so predictable. We could we could talk about it from it an was. intelligence standpoint. We out here once yeah. again every goddamn week, like it's the Ray White saga all over again. Oh, trying to trying to trying to figure out what's going on, trying to make sense of a lot of these things. And I'm like, bro, this is becoming more and more difficult to do. But man, we 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 had a three part series. We had a road to SummerSlam, man. We, this is our third show. This is the last stop <laughs> for us, man. And uh, I'm exhausted. But this is yeah. this we, we have exhausted every possible thought resources, and at our age, at our space, and our time in wrestling, man, we, we're Triple H has got us stumped, man. And you know what? I love it. I love it. <laughs> I feel like a goddamn kid again. I'm excited. Like once hey. again, you guys, you guys did it again. Congrats, you guys sold me on SummerSlam. <laughs> I, like I was excited to watch it, but now I'm like, oh wow, now I've really got to watch this because I'm sitting there like, oh shoot, here we go. But man, can't fast enough. <laughs> let's all trust me, brother. I, I can imagine, man. But SummerSlam 2003, um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. I know we went a little bit late. Shout out to our guys that enjoyed us in the chat Dylan, Drew, Brother Raj, the Flex on everybody else that participated. Hey, yeah, he's, just, he's he's chilling, like he's this is this, this he nice afternoon show, yeah. right. <laughs> He's cold, Max, right now, man. So, but we definitely appreciate you. Let's go on note that Dylan said he wants Damian Priest to cash it on Mello. It's too like easy. It's too easy. <laughs> nah, it's Mello and Wesley about to cook, though. You think so? Yeah, they're gonna have some good matches. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. About to good matches. yeah they, they will. But they, once again, no, I, I don't know. <laughs> they they I, both they, they in NXT. That's what they need to say. I, I'm harder on smaller time. guys. I, oh, oh, we know. <laughs> but, but remember, both of them are, are Shawn Michaels kids. True. And also Shawn Michaels fans. So they still getting that sauce. True. You know what I mean? Big they, time. They're getting a lot of Shawn Michaels sauce. So that's the thing. Like, you know, and, and it's funny, like when they did the draft, we saw Shawn Michaels getting like upset 
I'm like, come on, man. You keep taking my guys. Like, all those people, well, off the top of my head, the ones I remember vividly, like, you know, Zoe Stark, who I didn't think yeah. was, like, all that in NXT, but she's been doing her thing. I, I was impressed with her performance at the Rumble. Yeah, yeah. See, y'all you didn't know. know her before she got hurt. That's why. Y'all didn't get to see, see her in NXT before she got hurt. But see, that was the thing. Mm. In NXT, I felt like there was the, the personality was bland. You know, I was okay. pushing to work. I just felt the personality was bland. But now I'm like, okay, I see it better. Uh, and then you got uh, Pretty Deadly, who I, I enjoyed their work at NXT. Like, you can see that's the reason why. They're, they're, they're really, really up. good. Uh, Casey yeah. and um, and uh, Caden Carter, those two, you know. So, like, they called up the right ones. I, and I'm excited to see what happens now. Where have uh, the but, album fire? What you call it? They've been on SmackDown. Oh, yeah, where are they? That's, well, you know, the SmackDown women's division, tag division, is, you know, slow. They just came yeah. up to unify the titles. Right. But it, but overall, though, I think I love what Shawn Michaels doing. Y'all know, like, I'm a Bret Hart guy, but producer Shawn, man, he been killing. That's the reason why I'm glad uh, AEW didn't make Bret Hart an agent, as much as I love Bret, because I know how. He, he was going to be miserable in that job. He don't know oh, yeah. Especially, especially <laughs> them young guys that don't listen to no goddamn body. Exactly, exactly. The time he was like, "Wait, you, you no, you need to tell stories." No, we don't tell stories, bro. We do car crashes and we do big spots. And then next thing you know, six months later, he would be complaining about it. Right. Did him yeah. a favor. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought the same thing. though. I was like, "No, hey, man, I, I know you want to do wrestling stuff, but trust me, that AEW is not it. Not right now. I think they just <laughs> they're trying to figure things out." I'm just, I just started watching the shows. Let's just leave it at that, though. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, we ask you to follow us on all social media platforms at The Rest of the Realm. Subscribe to Patreon, Twitch, and YouTube at The Rest of the Realm. Championship Culture. Brand, uh, bro, brother Brandon, can you tell everybody when does Championship Culture come? When you, Every when Tuesday at 8 p.m. You can check us out on YouTube.com slash The Rest of the Realm or go see any of the previous shows under the playlist of Championship Culture. That's right. That is YouTube.com slash the wrestling realm. The playlist is championship culture as the belt king himself said. Good brothers, man. We did it again. We're getting good at this, man. At some point, it's time for somebody to start cutting the check. Who's available? You want to hire the wrestling <laughs> realm to 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 pay us to be the wrestling realm? By all means, just email us at wrestling realm at gmail.com <laughs> for all business inquiries. Brian, it should be more than happy to get back to you. Trust me, he does. <laughs> this is quick. Trust me. Him, the marketing manager, I would say he. him, him, him yeah. and brother Hugh. I was about to say him and brother Hugh. Always they ready. Back, they will get back to you immediately. I guarantee mm-hmm. it. But the brothers, man, you guys, you guys, I, I appreciate you guys, man. It's, I, I hate talking to y'all because it's like, man, it's not a simple. <laughs> but it's like you guys. I feel like you guys have properly got me ready for SummerSlam, and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for this, man. I'm, I'm ready. I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm that much more excited to see the show. As I was before we had this conversation, but that's what this is about. I might be selfish about the situation, but it's like, hey, man, if if, if you're like me, you listening to to the Wrestling Realm Now podcast, man, this has got to be some of the best wrestling conversation out there, man, because we push each other. That's what good brothers do. We push each other beyond our own personal thoughts, ideas, concepts, history, everything that comes with it, and and and, and we cause we cause each other to think. Sometimes we come up with similar ideas. Some right. some of us come up with other ideas man and i think that's right. the best part about the dynamic of the show um that in fact that, that uh brother brandon is, is a it's a he's a brother brandon is like a don't don't do shows with belt guys okay because he's i swear to goodness at least we brian as we went through the match card it's like uh-huh. how many matches on here it's like let me see nine. three four five six seven eight bro like nine like seven of these matches came back to championship belts i don't know how it happened 
she's got some type of thing. I'm like, bro, I, like halfway at the stop, I said, wait a minute, why are we why are we put so much emphasis on the titles, even though it made sense? But mm. fool around. With, why with, did we match Ronda Rousey and Shayna with a belt, bro? <laughs> like somehow we got we got talking about them and tag teams, and then we got we got on talking about freaking Chelsea again and and Sonya Deville, and and once again, oh. and, and it's this. Tonight's show has been this ongoing theme of here's the underlying theme for SummerSlam, brother, uh, brother Brian H. Is is in everything we talked about, especially the championship title matches. In in, in some situations, not the championship title matches, it always came back to what's more important to help get over. Is it the mm. championship title that builds the star, or is it the star that builds the title? And where's the trade off? Every every conversation, every topic has come back to that some point. And it started off because I said at least three of these matches don't have anything to do with the championships because. They got other stuff that's bigger, but then all these other other matches that we talked about, those championships played a part in our perception of how excited we are for it, and if adding a title will make it a certain way, or if taking a title away will make it a certain way. So this is the this is once again, you keep fooling around, with belt guys. This is what you got to deal with. But we're not we're not we're not gonna hold anybody any longer, man. Like I said, tune in to SummerSlam. Uh, follow us on social media. We'll, we will be on Twitter. I'm not calling it X. This is not DMX or anything like that. Or Malcolm X. It's just Twitter. <laughs> But um, listen. Um, follow us on all social media platforms. Like I said, see some exclusive stuff from Detroit. Brian H. Hey. Brian H. Will be there. Can we say that? Are we allowed to say that? I don't mean to yeah, say it. Okay, yeah, I was gonna make sure. I'm like putting your business in the streets. Brian, Brian, H. Brian H. do you need the belt? Do you, do you need? No, <laughs> no. See, I knew he's gonna Brian, do that. Brian, do you need that belt? Yeah, we had. I, I need a road trip. trip. That right you you should have seen it at Java Slam, and and the end all took it. No, no. Oh, you got the red one. No, do you need this belt? Bro, that's my tag title. He keeps hijacking. <laughs> first of all, first of all, first of all, you know the crazy part is that that belt was not up there when the show started, but somehow it's up there when the show was ended. So <laughs> but yeah, because he was borrowing it next week. So do you yeah. need it for this week? Bro, my dub no, is going okay. on tour. It's going on tour. It makes no sense. I'm just I'm gonna get it back. This is like a running gag each week. I almost got signatures on it, but I said no, I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> At least get AJ Styles or Daniel Bryan or Bret Hart or Shawn Michaels. Oh my God! Listen, no, no. If, I was going to sign it. He was going to sign it. Uh, <laughs> we, were, we were here every time we went somewhere. I'm going to say we were here on this day. I'm going to use a silver sharpie on the back and just sign where it's been, so that way you have a journal of where it's been. Wow! Hey, Dylan said he needs to hold it. That, bro, <laughs> Dylan, let me figure out I some swear. shipping If I see, if I see my title, if I see my title in Australia. Oh, talk. I'm ready to see how we can ship it. Let me hear it. Right. Wouldn't I'm it be funny if Dylan changed his profile picture to that picture? I'm, t- I'm, right. I'm, I think I'm, I'm going to take, know, off. take off next week. He's doing Photoshop, so he'll mess Dylan. around and do it. Bro, I need to take off next week so I can get my title back, so I can return his. Because this is, enough is enough, man. Wait, we got we to gotta come. Ain't there, ain't there a certain thing happening next week? Nah, Besides it's my birthday? I don't recall. Besides your birthday? It's a, it's a party. You ain't know? Now I see why you be mad when you be on your phone. I told you. I don't hear no music. <laughs> Bro, yeah, it's just like to hear the sound. That's yeah, right. You gotta, hey, you, got, you, gotta, you gotta hurry. You gotta hurry. By the time you tap it, this the song's already <laughs> over. Next I week. Knock out the stream. <laughs> next week, ladies and gentlemen. We have a very special guest coming because guess what? We are back in Club Intellect and we are up for another Wrestling Realm Now podcast. Body, we have a very, 
very, very, very special guest joining us all the way from the TWG fan club. It's the one, it's the only Siendal. She will be in the building. Hold on, I gotta I gotta give her some proper applause. Let's give her a round of applause. Look at that. Siendal will be in the building. She is joining the good brothers for the Wrestling Round Now podcast party. It is going to be another insane time. Like I said, we are full of shenanigans as usual. And she is from Detroit, too. Oh, so she'll be she'll be fresh out fresh out of SummerSlam. So yeah, who 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 knows what we'll get into, man? I trust me, if you do not know who this young lady is, trust me, you will know exactly who the heck she is by the time. We are done. You talk about a wrestling fan through and through. She has such a creative perspective. She's done so much, and she's just getting started. And guess what? She is joining the Good Brothers next week for a very special edition of the Wrestling Realm Now podcast party. But until then, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Brian, we... can you take this to our <laughs> No, don't take that. Nope, ladies and gentlemen, don't put that in mind. No. And nope. she can just ship it back to me when she's done. No. Don't yeah, even hey, right. You won't you get that back. I almost nope. didn't get mine back uh, Saturday. No. Tell she the power about it too. <laughs> no, see that's that's no. See, this is I'm report. Somebody call the police. I want to report a belt hijacking, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. If we if we don't come back from SummerSlam, I don't have my belt. Please notify the authorities. <laughs> notify the authorities. It has been taken against my will. It's been traveling. If there's signatures on it, I'm filing charges. <laughs> we, <laughs> we'll see y'all next week, man. We getting out of here. Peace. <laughs> Ryan Waters! Houston, we have a problem. Yeah!